Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons The Reign of Emrys. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly. I use he and him pronouns, and I am happy to invite you here to episode four of this fantastic homebrew game. Sorry that we're a little late tonight. If you're watching live right now, that means that uh, we're probably about 15 minutes late. We were having some technical difficulties, uh, which is why tonight uh, Caitlin is being played by Talfrin instead of the, the opposite. Ha <laughs> ha! So. Yes! Comes full circle. Yeah, so Kaylin's <laughs> computer exploded. So Kaylin is joining us via phone because she's super dedicated and we love her. Um, so thank you for coming and, and playing in spite of how frustrating this much must be. We really appreciate you. It's all good. No worries. It means I won't have to have a wig headache. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Hopefully you will after break, though. Uh, so true. Uh, with this in mind, folks, welcome to the reign of Emery's. Uh, this is a that was a face, Amy. You're muted, by the way, so I can't hear your reaction. Um, all right, so. Damn it. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, so, uh, this is The Reign of Emrys, a game set in our homebrew world of Elos at an undisclosed time due to it being concurrent with other games that we're running. Uh, so, uh, eagle-eyed viewers may be able to see that. Um, all right, so Dragon Soul, I appreciate the drama bomb. I will set aside... A drama dice to use later. Uh, so folks, this game is set in our world of Elos on the continent of Emrys, uh, which is, of course, controlled by the Emrysian Empire, a, um, a sprawling uh, Arcanotech behemoth of an empire, uh, roughly an analogous to a, an Enlightenment-era Rome, I would say. Uh, this follows the adventures of five strangers as they, well, a couple of you know each other, but uh, five five relative strangers as they travel across the continent in order to fulfill various quests and missions that they were given and become friends along the way. And who knows where this is going to go from here. Uh, I'm really excited. This is going to be episode four. This is going to be a fantastic campaign so far, and I'm looking forward to seeing you do your first little baby dungeon crawl. Uh, I also wanted to say thank you very much to our uh, our teammate James for helping build the map tonight. Um, so you will be seeing some of his original work, and uh, it's pretty good, actually. Um, we're also going to be using some some features in Roll20 that I have just started using, so if they're a little buggy, it's my fault, not anybody else's. Unless it's Roll20's fault. We're going to say it's Roll20's fault. Uh, so without further ado, why don't we go ahead and say hello to the cast, starting with, uh, let's go in reverse order today. Hi, Mike. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike. I use they, them pronouns, and tonight I am playing Veratrix Soulstar. She is our little halfling artificer arterialist. Wonderful. Hello, Robin. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin, and I'm playing... Oh, I haven't warmed up my voice. Shoot. Um... <laughs> I can't, I can't. I need to do some some exercises to get get down there to do my uh, sultry Ivy voice, but I'm playing Ivy, our tiefling blood hunter. Just mute, mute and do them. Uh, yep. Joining us remotely. Hello. Actually, we're all remote, but uh, joining us. Hello, Caitlin. Hello, um, I'm Caitlin. I'm playing Talfrin Pridery, the human barbarian of the path of wild magic. What? <laughs> what? It's my birthday. Da, 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 da. Why'd you decide? Yeah. What you? What made you decide on that? Um, partially Jerk and Telfrin's um conversation about magic last game. Mm -hmm. I was thinking it would be hilarious if magic chose him. 
Oh God. Okay, <laughs> so learn those rules. And yeah, looking, looking them up, looking them up. That's great. And, um, I'm so happy. <laughs> and Caitlin, oh, Leiden just connected. Bye, for Amy. Oh no. Cool okay. and uh, cool. So that's fantastic, Caitlin. And uh, then, hello, Amy. Welcome back, Amy. Hi, I'm trying to fix my background. It's driving me insane. Um, but anyway, hi, I'm Amy. I, I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. And I am playing Leiden and Merov, our uh, ASMR cleric of the grave. Fantastic. And finally, hi, Christine. Hi, I'm Christine. Um, I use she, her, and I am playing Claudette Belmont. She is our uh, human wizard blade singer, and I'm very excited to get into some combat. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be good. Um, okay, so uh, for those of you who are not aware, last time the party traveled across the great plains of Emrys, making their way toward the west coast. As they traveled, they were loaded onto a um, onto a lightning rail line that um, cut across the plains with dramatic speed. It was a relaxing voyage, even for those of you who were stuck down in the steerage compartments. Some of you were gently serviced inside of the business area, and some of you were lauded and, well, pampered, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, over in the executive cabins. As you as you traverse the plains, you met some, some strange individuals, one of which ended up sharing a car with two of you. Um, a man named Zeet, uh, who was a apparently a half-orc who had been disguising himself as a regular human, and uh, who at least one of you is sure snuck on board and stole a dead man's ticket. Uh, you ended up being attacked. The train itself was sieged by several uh, groups of these strange Simic hybrid tribes people riding giant grasshoppers across the Great Plains. This, this fight was broken up by the arrival of the Amrisian military dropships and their Magitek armors. But the train reversed its position, moved back to Bele, the city of beautiful waters, and regrouped, sending you out on a smaller, uh, much crappier uh, rail line that went through the old mountain ranges. And it is here that as you were traveling through the mountain ranges, and through its many, many tunnel systems, you came to an abrupt stop. Hearing that something was wrong on the tracks, you all individually made your way outside, where you re-met each other for the first time in, uh, in about a week. And uh, at that point, you uh, were informed that this was not only Yeti country, but that something had frozen the tracks completely, leaving a huge wall of ice blocking the escape of from the tunnel and uh that is where we left game last time so i am going to uh, uh crank up some music and we are going to start this and i'm going to try to close adobe because i've got like 40 pdfs open because i was doing a lot of prep today adobe refuses to close that's cool that's cool bro okay all right. Oh, Adobe. Adobe. Uh, so if I can get, uh, let's see, do I have everybody in Roll20 right now? Uh, I'm in. Cool. I'm everybody in. everybody who so. can be at least. 
All right, sounds good. Then let us get some music started. Let's get some music started. Do do do. As you stand in front of the steam rail, this old steam and lightning liner, the um, the head engineer, uh, a man named named Railed, looks you over. His mustache bristling in the cold. Well, something laid down this ice. If you wanted to look it over, I suggest you look around. Be careful, this is Yeti country. What do you say? Warning. You're adventurers, right? Yeah. Well... Uh, I suppose so. now. Now we are? I am? I don't know. Question. Yes. I've been a was it like a royal mage? Or royal Amorisian mage? Or what was it that Claudette was trying to get to be, was starting in... Uh, you were trying to be an imperial, an imperial war mage, I believe. Imperial war mage. I mean, there are many terms for it, but that's the easiest way. So, a uh, an imperially sanctioned mage that goes to battle and fights for the empire, which doesn't sound sinister at all if you say it like that. Not at all. Not at all. Well, I just joined the imperial mages, so I'm sure this is right up what I should be doing. I well, my lady, I'm sure that you'll have a good time in there. Oh, I hope so. I'm sure we'll have a good time wherever we go. Come on, Leiden. Anything other than yetis we should be afraid of? All sorts of things. In these country, there's um, strange energies. The old, mm. the old people who used to control this region, they left their mark on it. I wouldn't be surprised if these mountains contained all sorts of Terranian artifacts and D Draugr other undead types that's what you're for isn't it he takes a long look at you and the symbol of the orphan dangling from your neck Leiden. well that's one of my purposes well the other is to carry my corpse home to mother apparently so here we go. We are not talking about the corpse carrying <laughs> because it's not going to happen. Because you're going to stay on your guard. Well, yes, but you that is your a, other job. You have a very interesting relationship between the two of you. What? Hmm? This is an interesting relationship that there is an agreement about corpse carrying. Well, it's more that mother made that point before she'd let us leave. And I think she can there be is scary when she wants to be. So mm. yeah, this is this is very true. Terrifying. Very interesting. Look, I've got to try right, to let's get go this find back the Yeti. up and running. Mm. Why did we not find the Yeti and find the source of the ice? I think we should try and avoid Yeti. Yetis. I not only involve somehow. I don't really care either way, but we should find the source of the ice. If we find the Yeti along the way, great, we'll beat him to a pulp. We should go. We should go. Sounds good. So, 
It was snowing inside the cavern, right? Like there's snow. It still snow. is. Little motes of is. snowflakes are falling from the ceiling. Can I try and figure out what would cause that to happen? Absolutely. Go ahead and make me an arcana roll. Woo. You want to know what I rolled for my first roll of the night? That one. <laughs> oh, snow pretty. <laughs> Honestly, you, you have no idea what could be causing this. Uh, Claudette's Any- going to start approaching one of the walls and kind of looking and poking. and. Okay. okay. You can make me an investigation roll, please. Uh, now, we? I will remind you, who has a lantern or any type of light source? I have a lantern. Okay. I have an explorer's pack. Um, you probably have torches, for sure. Yeah. yeah torches or I, I have ten torches. You have dark vision oh, of 60 feet, light. Leiden? Yes, and I can also cast light as a cantrip if I need to. I'll cast okay. it on, like, I don't know, oh, my mace. I have light as my cantrip today, too. That I rolled that last time. So I, I know, it's also- like I planned this. Mm. Okay. So you're going uh, uh, 19 so to investigation 19 to investigation uh, However, um, is Leiden going to be walking around with you? Okay, then you will That's have vision I'm... That was the important thing Because it is dark okay. inside of Otherwise I was going to say that Claudette just doesn't really leave the the area of the light And if something looks like it's interesting going into the darkness She'll call Leiden over it um, Is light 30 feet bright, 30 feet low? I believe light it was is 20 foot uh, Okay, uh, 10, ten feet. twenty foot radius. Item has to be no larger than ten feet yeah. in any dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Just give me the two numbers. Right? Twenty and ten, twenty. Dim, dim for twenty. Light. Yeah. So twenty and, yeah. and twenty. So total of forty. Oh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm just I'm programming it on your on your character mm. so that you have them. And then I have sixty feet of dark vision as well. Yeah, it's already been programmed. Don't cool. don't bother with that. I'm asking about light. Light. Are you going to be casting light when you are in uh when you are in a dark area? Ivy? Um, unless, like, she hears something, then she'll snuff it out. But yeah, if every if there's other people at the party, she'll probably also try and help make things okay. more visible. Then so, I will yeah, just go ahead and add those to your to your thing so that you will have more light right off the bat. Okay. Uh, and Kelly? Uh, yes. Uh, before we actually start moving down the tunnel, um, Vary is going to use one of her infusions on her crossbow. Sounds good. Which one are you? Uh, which one are you applying? Enhanced weapon, uh, magic weapon grants a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it. Sounds good. Oh, by the way, uh, Mike, don't forget that when you are casting spells, they do not look like spells. They look like science. So, be sure to be ready to to describe that. That's the fun of being an artificer. You pull out a sparkler and it lights someone on fire. <laughs> Yes, I will try and th- and think of some fun some fun things. Cool. Just just think you're pl- just pretend you're playing technocracy again. It's fine. No, that's fair. All right. So you were going to tune up your weapon now. As uh, as you wander around, Claudette, you are going to be poking around the walls, and it's there on the southern wall, just to your left of the way that the train was hurtling down the tunnel opposite of where that Hrut Rules graffiti was carved, you are going to feel the air surge past your fingers. And a slight whistling noise coming from the wall directly in front of you. There's a draft here. Claudette's going to investigate it further. Uh, As you put your hand on the stone in front of you, your hand will pass directly through it. 
It looks oh, like it was an illusion. A very minor oh, illusion. Look at this. Look at this. She'll just keep sticking her hand in and out of the illusion. Leiden will step forward and like start like putting a hand around the edge of it. Uh, it as so soon it. as you watch all of that happening, it will just fade out of existence and just be a rather well concealed tunnel. It's about mm. four feet tall. Okay. It looks like a so natural to... fissure that's been widened with pickaxes. Hmm. And you can hear a cold sucking sound coming from inside. <sighs> the tunnel winds down about 15 feet and then curves to the left out of sight. Mm. Hey, Lydon will stand up and like lift her. Oh, I said it. I would have actually cast it on her shield. I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow from the brother Karis trick yep. for the shield and like lift it up and call the others over. Like, hey, we found something. Oh. What'd you find? Uh tunnel. I'd like to try magic awareness. Okay, so how does magic awareness work? This is uh this is one of your new things? It is. Okay. Um, Let me pull out Tasha's. I'm excited, Caitlin. <laughs> um, and by the way, Caitlin, because this is a brand new thing that we're just trying out, if you find that this isn't suiting you, we can always change it later. But, uh, well, we can change it before next episode. And that Sounds goes good. for anybody else's specialties as well. Ooh. Yeah, it looks like it just works according to this page. Um, in the book, does it say that I have to make a roll for anything? Uh, it just says you use an action. I guess if something was hidden with magic, you'd probably have to do basically a contested roll, I would say. Yeah. Uh, you can use this a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. So that's pretty dope. Uh, mm. So As you look at this, you're going to feel a strange sensation wash over you. A tingling that begins right at the tip of your nose and then spreads out across your body. You've never felt anything like this before, but suddenly you're become, you become intimately aware with the spells that are cast around here. The glowing aura around, around Varys' weapon becomes crystalline clear to you just for a moment. You'll also be able to sense the, the powerful magics that are holding the train aloft on its electro... On its, uh, on its harnessed electricity. You're going to be able to see that there are a pair of light spells holding up in the air like hundreds of tiny fireflies floating in front of you. What the hell? This place is weird. Hmm. And then you, uh. will, you will see the fading of the illusion spell in front of you. Now, however, this does not work against something that has total cover. But um, that's pretty great, and it lasts. I think just around. Yeah, until your next turn. That's really mm -hmm. cool, though. Mm -hmm. And I don't. And now I just want to say that um, yeah, it works on magic items, so that will be temporary magic items as well, like Varys crossbow. Mm. Um, I think as we're kind of again, kind of prepping to go in, Ivy's going to also ignite her blade, and then. You will notice She's this gonna... as well. <laughs> I will roll. Whoa. Did it okay, look quite like that before? Only two points of damage. There we go. That's good. That's pretty middle. So um, then. Does it look like that every time? Yes. What do you see? Hmm. I don't know. It looked all, looked all funny. Huh. Describe your blade igniting for me, please. So as she. Um, 
So she usually does like an eyeset on her, kind of on her upper forearm above her bracer. So she will take out her scimitar and then she kind of just like slowly drags it across um, to get a nice cut. And then as how I imagine is that as soon as the blood kind of soaks onto the blade, it, it kind of transforms from being a blood into like this kind of purple lightning because her crimson right is lightning damage. So I always imagine kind of transitions and kind of like lights up the blade, kind of just like that cool like circles around it and it kind of like pulses with a little bit of purple staticky kind of electricity zapping and then she's also well i guess she'll put light on that too so she'll kind of just be holding her sword because i have to be holding my sword for the crimson right to still stay active so Mm -hmm. that's kind of how she'll guide it so she'll have basically this like purpley electrical kind of energy in the light cantrip i think she would like to try and like basically make that look brighter is kind of this beautiful like crackling electrical energy around her blade yeah absolutely it bubbles and hums slightly as you move it through the air kind of giving off a slightly ghostly sound as it moves what do you all do all right i'm ready to go yeah i'm gonna start looking carry on Watch your heads. Yeah, I'm she has jack. her book out and is taking notes on stuff as she goes. Alright. Like rough shorthand sort of. Yeah, I'm just Leden's just kind of on guard and keeping an eye out. Alright, so with that, I would like to know your marching order real quick before we swap over to our map screen. Alfred mm. will be he won't say anything if anyone goes ahead really, but he will try to be in front. Okay. I'm assuming that it's Talfren and then Ivy, probably? Sure. Yeah. Ivy would probably be also kind of okay. training. Who, who's right. in middle? Claudette, probably. Yeah, I think Leiden will probably be near the back. Okay. And Vary, are you in front or at the back? You're muted. Yeah. Uh, no wonder you couldn't hear me. Um, <laughs> Vary's probably closer to the front. Um Probably. Uh, well, three people are in front of you. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, I was thinking you know, she was probably going to be uh, like huddling near uh, either Talfren or Ivy because they're big and strong, and she is little. Seems like Claudette's in front of you. Okay, that's fine. Um, where's your rabbit? Talfren uh, could he, be up, uh, in the back. Well, it uh, seems like Talfren's Talfer, already Talfer in the here. front, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> the, well, I... I'm just what thinking, because I feel like maybe would it be uh, Talfrin, uh, Very, Ivy, Claudette, and Leiden? Yeah, sure. Because then you're still not at the very, then Claudette's, I think the point is Claudette just doesn't want to be at the edge, right? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. the point is, oh, it's Claudette more that Claudette is kind of just moving forward mindlessly as she tries to, like, take notes yeah. on shit. Yeah, yeah, and she was already in the front anyway. True. Yeah, we were both at the entrance, so. Uh, and the, the rabbit is just, uh, is flying, like, right right behind Vary's right side. Yeah, so I'm picturing that Claudette stopped to take notes on that illusion spell that was over the entrance, and Talfren and Ivy went by. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ivy probably would have been like, let's go, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And well. honestly, she'd actually probably stick with Leiden anyways, because you have that lit shield, so she's going to have you probably hold it up enough that she can read. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
then go ahead and switch over to the screen. You should be only able to see at the bottom right. Reminder, even though we're using um, Roll20, describe everything because uh, Caitlin can't see Roll20 and some of our some of our viewers can't as well. That's mm-hmm. fair. Um, um, it looks like it's just the main map. Oh, it no, just switched over to me. If you refresh it, um, you can kind of see things, Kelly, just to let you know. Can you? Oh, are you guys all in GM mode in settings I, at the top? Go to the oh. gear and it says rejoin as as player. Oh, player. Yeah. So, there we go. Oh, it's because we did our initial map build with you all as GMs, and I haven't had a chance to change that yet. So oh, that's why. Yeah. Mm, okay. Because so, it didn't it didn't matter until this episode. Yeah. Yes. So I did to not avoid know that screwing that was a with thing. things. I uh, I learned things. Yeah, I did not yeah, know that, that was a that. thing. Cool. I, I was gonna say because like I can only I can literally only see what you know like my line of sight with light with light is. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but mm-hmm. but, but um, it's well, fine. I because instantly forgot everything I saw anyway, so it's all good. So okay. see, I was tech, I was in the GM mode still, but all I could see was the Emregian map. Yeah, even after refreshing. Oh weird. Oh weird. Is but it okay now? now? It's, yeah, now it's popped up properly. All right, sounds good. And let's just go ahead and. I'll just adjust this real quick, and then... So the tunnel's about 10 feet wide, kind of, so we can kind of go two abreast? You can go one abreast. One abreast. You sh- mm. Yeah, except right at the bottom. Oh, that's why, because that's capturing my cursor. I was like, I was trying to adjust the map on the screen, and I was like, why can't I adjust it? It's not letting me adjust it. Oh, God, I moved everything. I'm an idiot. Okay, cool. No, you're not. There we go. I am if I say I am. No. Oh. No. Lies. Okay. There we go. Uh, and then, uh, right as we get into this, uh, Vary is going to start tinkering with, some, with uh, like a set of Smith's tools, and she's okay. going to fashion what looks like a small pistol in her hand. And that's going to be an Eldritch Cannon. I can take how an action does, how long does to that take? create that. Oh, just One action. action. Oh, yeah, okay. it is cool. an action. <laughs> Dang. That's right. <laughs> like, like she, she built fast. She built real fast. Those tiny um, fingers can work fast. Yeah. So I have the everything for it right in front of me, so I'll keep a close eye on, on it. Uh, I'm, I'm getting used to it, so I might not be the quickest with it. But All right. Uh, and so. I'm going to get that as a flamethrower. Okay. Sounds good. As you walk into the tunnel, moving your way down, you'll have to do some crouching and moving. Even Vary at times is going to have to squeeze where the rocks at the base get particularly jutting. However, this hole is, although a bit hard to move through, always wide enough that you can in one way or another. Very, you'll have to climb over some slicker areas to be able to really do this, but it's comfortable enough. As you move further down, you find yourselves winding in and out. 15, 20, 30 feet. You press through the rock here. Is anyone looking around or doing anything as they go through? Um, I'll probably be keeping an eye out for things that look out of the ordinary but otherwise not too much like investigating like what's going on. Mostly looking for things like uh, like what it could be traps, I guess. Sounds good. Can I get everybody's passive perception? Okay, because I was going to say also, um, Ivy would probably be trying to make a, like a survival track just to see if 
there's any sort of signs of monsters that she may have heard of or learned about in okay. her training. That sounds good. Um, My sorry, what a great question. What is passive perception again? So it's your perception score, and okay. you just pretend you rolled a 10. Okay. 12. Oh, I am proficient in that. 11. Same. And Leiden? Passive wisdom. Passive perception. Yes, it's the same. Yes, yes. As you move through, Ivy, can I get you to make me a survival roll real quick? Because I'm using, it's my hunter's bane ability. I get to roll with advantage. Sounds good. Okay, that's nice. That is a dirty 20. Speaking of dirty, as you crouch down, you'll be able to see some marks in the ground. The bottom of this cave is slick with a mix of ice and mud. Places where it hasn't quite frozen solid, and in it you will see a couple of track prints. Cobalt. You'll notice that there's a bit of a cobalt claw as well as uh, the footprints themselves. Well, that makes sense now. That's why this rut rules in Draconic. Signs of cobalt, everyone. They were in this tunnel at least. Don't know if they're alone, but keep an eye out. The tunnel, right, the tunnel winds ahead of you. And as you move around a corner, you'll see that it opens up enough that you can move two abreast. You come to a, a little fork in the road. The tunnel looks like it proceeds to the south around a slight bend, but also to the north. What do you do? Hmm. Hmm. Way. Well, what are we thinking? Hmm. Can I see? Do the tracks look like they're leading any which direction? Further on? Looking through here, it's all over the place uh, okay. when you get down here. Uh, but you're going to notice that the temperature down here is very, very cold, actually. The first thing you're going to notice as you look around is that your breath is puffing out of your lips. A cave shouldn't be this cold, and the walls are covered with a thin layer of deep blue ice. If I take a few steps in either direction, does one side feel colder than the other? As you take a couple of steps forward, you will notice that um, there's a soft glowing just around the bend to the south. Some fungus on the wall is glowing with a soft blue bioluminescence. It's colder that direction, and as you turn around to check the north, you notice that there is a ten-foot-wide metal grate in the center of the path to the north, and on top of it is the frozen corpse of a halfling, wearing engineer's clothing. Well, that's no good. No. I'm going to investigate the halfling. Well, well hold on, oh, Lee. Are you are you letting this be known, Talfrin? Yeah, oh, I will okay. relay both directions so that we can come to a de- decision on which one we want to go for. All right, sounds good. Then in that case, please feel free. 
Okay, well, where do we want to go? Or should we just flip a coin for it? Now, Very, well, were, were you Sorry. going to investigate? Um, I'm, I'm going to wait until we see what, what we're doing. Okay, sounds good. Claudette's going to slip by and go check the body. She's going to look in the area for traps, but whatever killed it might give us a clue to what's down here. Uh, you can make me a perception roll if you're looking for traps first. Yeah. Yeah. And Leiden's following as closely as she can. Okay. Well, feel free to move your figures on the board. Uh, 21. 21. As you glance around, uh, what you will see is that the room in front of you to the north um the 10 foot square that the halfling is on is looks like it's it's a metal mesh and glancing down you think that if you put any weight on this it descends slightly there are large rusted holes in it that you imagine well looking at the body and the pool of frozen blood probably spikes the body is perforated. On the other side, a cave opens up. It's quite large, actually. It's um, vaguely, vaguely shaped like a bulb. At the edge of it, though, at the top, it's about, about 40 feet deep. A pool of water rests at the very far edge of it. It's not frozen, strangely. And a single candle... Mm -hmm. Once tall and mighty, now burned down to only an inch or so, flickers on a small altar. A crudely fashioned paper mache dragon mounted above it. And in front of the dragon, a small hoard of gold coins. Glitter in the darkness. There are also a number of other things around various barrels. And Looks like offerings to the shrine. Um, so it looks like whatever this halfling is on is some form of trap. Looks like a pressure Ooh. trap, yes. Um, Claudette's going to try and step around it. That is absolutely absolutely doable. You can you can hop over the corner without a problem. Yeah. Um, it's mainly it looks like to catch on wary. Mm. All right, and Leiden. Um. Can I, from here, because mm -hmm. I can see that direction, can I, I guess, step around the other side and try and investigate that area and figure out if I recognize what this is a shrine sure. to? Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, religion or something. You make me a religion roll, please. Ah, fingers crossed for my dice. That is also what Claudette was aiming to do. Yeah, I was going to cool. say, I was going to probably go and... Okay. So if you that 20, and... baby? God damn it. 14. 14? I'm pretty sure okay. that's my first one as Claudette. Uh, well, no, it's my cleric doing so badly. Uh, so <laughs> Religion. The two of you will head up there with Ivy flanking behind you. Do you tell Ivy not to step on the pad? But I'm pretty sure that you each I... jump to the side of it. So Didn't Claudette mention it? Did she? I thought she um... said there's a trap. I did not actually physically say that. Damn it! However, okay, you said it out of character. Fuck. Okay. However, my bad. Um, I think she would have seen them jump weirdly if I mean, nothing she was mentioned. Knelt there 
investigated the corpse, was like, oh, test, test. Huh. Okay, cool. And then very carefully hugged that corner of wall in the yeah. to the right and kind of stepped around and then mm. turned in so that she was pivoting essentially over this mm -hmm. trap and avoiding yeah. it. So very yeah. obvious behavior. Now, speaking yeah. of very behavior, uh, <laughs> very, what are you doing? It seems like the party's headed inside. They checked the halfling out briefly, but didn't really spend time investigating. Um, Vary's gonna come up beside, you know, seeing everybody else jump over the edge. Um, can I do a quick investigation of this trap? Oh, this you, trap you that you absolutely know can. Trap so what you can do is you can give me a, um, go ahead and give me investigation for the trap. I always hate traps because investigation and perception are so interchangeable with them. Yeah. You're to use perception, but at the same point, fine detail, you know? Uh, that's gonna be an 18. As you're poking around, yes, actually, you think that, um, you think it's a pressure plate. It looks like glancing down and shining a light beneath, there are old rusted spikes beneath it. It looks like can it drops down about three to four feet, and then... Uh, can I disarm? Yeah, you think so. Do you have any pittons on you? Pit pitons, mm. I believe they're called. I do not. Do you have anything at all that you could use to jam it? I have Smith's tools, but uh, that's it. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess I was thinking more, like, is there anything in there that I could disassemble uh, to make, cannibalize for parts? Uh, you can go ahead and uh, make me a disable traps roll. Okay. Um, what am I rolling for that? So this is going to be dexterity plus a d20. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 15. And one sec. Let me just see something real quick. So. 15 what, on level one, that's probably good. What tools are you proficient with again? Uh, Smith tools, woodcarver tools. I'll, you know what? I'll let you use Smith tools on this so you can add your proficiency to that. Okay. Um, so that's going to be a 17 in that case. 17? All right. So going through your smith's tools, what you will see is that, um, I mean, you could use, you could use a screwdriver to jam it probably. Basically, all you need to do is pry up the panel and jam something under it so it can't lower. Looking around, you think that you could probably actually, um, you could probably use some rocks from nearby, chip them off a little bit and hammer them underneath, or you could use a dagger, or uh, if you wanted to, you can see directly on top of the pad, um, the corpse of the halfling looks like, looks like he was wearing a tool belt. I do have a dagger you can use. might help if I unmute myself. Um, well, okay. So she's probably good. She's going to... Um, she'll, she, she, she's probably just like mumbling at the edge of the strap, being like, oh, uh, I guess I could use this to, to, to jam it. I could use this to, to, to jam it. Um, Here, you can use this. Oh. Walk over oh. a bit. Oh, is it working? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, nice. And she will 
Uh, was that a, a dagger, Caitlin? Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, so very well use a dagger on it. Okay. To to jam it. And then once secured, she's going to go see what the halfling has on them. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, can you make me... Are you just checking to see what they have on them? Physically? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So give me an investigation roll. And Talfrin, what are you doing? doing? Just watching from a distance? Just going to watch from a distance. I'm going to see, make sure that uh, she's not getting into, into anything super dangerous. Or if, okay. if, if it starts to give way or anything like that, I'm mm-hmm. going to step in. Fair. Um, that's a 21 for investigation. All right. So you begin to look over the body. Now, real quick, we're going to just hop to the top here. The rest of you, Claudette, you head forward. Now, the water at the top of this chamber only looks to be about two feet deep. You can hear a steady coming down from the roof. Claudette is going to jump the narrowing part to that other little um, bit of land next to the... Sure. Now there is a little bit of little islands of of slick but still dry dirt on either side of this shrine, and um, as you leap over, you'll dodge out of the way of a stalactite that's hanging down, and you'll notice that the water that's dripping here is coming down a steady stream from the stalactites above you. In fact, the chamber above you is about thirty feet tall, and is ringed with these sharp frozen lengths of rock like a giant's mouth there's no and as you are looking around and you and Leiden are there's no wonder why this location was chosen seems thematically appropriate it looks like Mm. a dragon's mouth looking at this paper mache you can see that it is a red dragon Mm. painted with a shimmering lead gloss the glaze still smells slightly dusty in the cold here. And you can see that there are a number of coins laid out in front of it. Investigating it quickly, you'll be able to see, very obviously, a dragon with these markings. And that coloration is likely one notable dragon. The Great Red Worm. A draconic deity of some power, worshipped mm. by, uh, worshipped by many draconic creatures, kobolds particularly. Okay, so based on that candle that is lit, mm-hmm. how much wax is puddling around it? Quite a bit. In fact, so the wax is, a is large bleeding. Candle. Once upon a time, you think that it was probably at least a foot tall, but now it overflows, and much of these coins are actually embedded in the wax drip-off. All in all, though, there must be 30, maybe 40 coins here. It's quite shiny. How long does it look like it's been burning, then, roughly? Uh, A candle of that size? Hours. Hours, at least, if not maybe a day. Depends on the type of wax and the type of wick. Okay. Ivy, what are you doing while they look around and admire this work? There are glittering coins directly in front of you. Yes, I think um, are 
looking at roll 20 are where ivy is is that is that some more of those like glowing mushroom things yes okay i would like to inspect those to see sure. if they're poisonous you, or not you can make me a nature roll cool let's pull up yes amy so Leiden wants to actually take a closer look at the at the pool at the um to see sure. if kicking anything in like if does it seem like actual water or something different that's all sure go ahead is that just an investigation or uh that will be that'll be a or give me an investigation roll that'll be investigation okay. now back over to ivy ivy 21 21 looking at it you do think that this would be toxic if you if you ingested it you probably also don't want it on your skin cool can she try and carefully remove some and put it in her bag sure absolutely because she has a if poisoner's kit if you are careful a poisoner's kit would involve tweezers so i think that's fine cool so you'll slowly work that over hold that thought for just one second uh Leiden, as you approach the edge of the pool it smells slightly strange Hmm. Like Out of 15 for investigation. Is that it's some chemical. It smells slightly yeah. s- saccharin. I want to is there like a, a rock or something on the ground that I can just like nudge into it to see? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to drop a rock into it. The rock floats down. Takes it's you get the sense that it's a little slower than it should be. Okay, this isn't this water just water. Is thick. I don't think. Are you mumbling this or like yeah. making this aware to the party? Yeah, she's saying that out loud. And with that... Careful. Um, and she'll take a step back. Uh, can I get an initiative roll off of everyone? Yay! Mm. I probably just Damn it! something. <laughs> uh, can... Oh no. <laughs> Alright, and I've got two hurt the moors, three hurt the moors. Yay! Oh, oh nice. Great. Okay. Great, great, great. Okay, so I have uh who has initiative above twenty? Twenty one. Uh, okay. Above fifteen. Eighteen. Uh, sev- Seventeen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Leiden and uh Talfren, what do you get? Four. Seven. Wow. I keep being like, wow, my initiative is bad. And I'm worse. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't going to finish that thought. Don't worry, I understand. This is how I roll. We need to exercise your, do- your dice, you. Amy. You need to exercise me. We all need some exercise, we're gamers. Mm. That's true. As you are poking across the body, you will get a strange sensation, very. This is one of the Imperial Engineers. They're supposed to monitor tunnel stations like this and take care of them, make sure that they're clear. What was he doing down here? As you look at him, you'll see that his face is frozen solid. And while he's full of holes, as you glance down, the bits of frozen flesh that decorate the floor suddenly remind you that, or make you think, these holes were after he was frozen. 
he was frozen alive before he died. And with that, he will suddenly flick his eyes open, look at you, and what's your armor class? It is... 15. Uh, he is going... Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, that is great. Uh, he is going to suddenly... And grab you by the throat. You're going to take three points of damage. Okay. And you are grappled. His eyes are frozen solid. And as he moves them, bits of frost will flake off of them in in frozen tears onto his cheek. His flesh is laced with blue veins. And as he reaches up, you can see bits of frozen blood crackle out of the holes in his chest. Okay. All right, so that is his action. Claudette, it is your turn. What do you do? Uh. Oh. <laughs> um... Let me just double check how many spell slots I have. God, I should always do zombies. They're Not the easiest many, voice to so... do things. <laughs> Your dad made you king of the zombies. The zombies. Haha. <laughs> So I'm just going to do one thing real quick to make life easy. Boop. Uh, okay. So this one specifically actually, says you know I'm not, I'm that I can choose that. one creature within range or choose two creatures within range. I would prefer to choose the one creature within range. So I uh, think... That works. It doesn't force me. This acid splash the cantrip. Sounds good. Okay. So I'm going to target only him. Sounds good. Go ahead. Uh, he must make a deck saving throw, please. I, he succeeds. Shit. Actually, you know what? Let me double check that because I forgot he has penalties. Um, boop, boop, boop. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Uh, a 12 does not succeed. Okay, well, do you know what my spell save DC is? Uh, no, but I thought I'd roll a 16. Because just so you're aware, I only have 13, so. Oh. Oh, I'm so used to you playing Malia. My bad. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just give me the number. Yep, okay. Um, okay, so he doesn't succeed then, so it means he takes full damage. So All right, go ahead. So 1d6. All right. Four points of acid damage, please. What does that look like as you turn around? Um. Basically, I think she... Let's see. Vocal somatic, so... She'll make the motion as, like, you grasp and pull into... They make that kind of turning, grasping motion with your hand with while you're chanting the cantrip, and you get a bubble of... Like, a little bubble of... Have you seen putting mango juice in citric acid and it forms a skin, so it makes, a like, a water That's bubble? Gross, but yeah. Like a raindrop? Mm. One of those forms of, like, bright green acid, and then she flings it forward. It splashes on the side of the halfling's the halfling zombie's face, and you will see the ice begin to melt away, as will the flesh of the lower jaw. It leers directly in Vary's face. Claudette, are you doing anything with your bonus action or moves? Um, not yet. Okay. So far, it's only one enemy, and there's a lot of us. So true. Vary, it's your turn. Okay, this thing should get fire bolted. I think. <laughs> All right, uh, you have disadvantage. That's okay. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Sounds good. Good. All right. Well, reaction. my lowest one was a 15. Okay, that will hit. Cool. 
All right, so let me just roll up some damage, and then I think I've got something cool to do for this. <laughs> That's going to be a 10. Um, now, I don't add anything to this. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, the cantrips are great. All right, so uh, as she um, as she's grabbed by this thing, uh, she's going to react, I think, for a second, and then uh, out of her right... Uh, like the glove on her right hand, uh, two little prongs are gonna like shoot out the like the the back mm. with a little like uh, trigger coming around uh, coming around the front, mm-hmm. and a little bit of electricity is going to spark between them as a little bit of uh, as a little bit of like fuel just go. So it's just gonna go. All right. Sounds as great. That takes cool. 10 points of damage. Beautiful hit. Uh, as that takes 10 points of damage, I'm going to use my reaction. Make me a con save. Coming up. Ooh. Oh, no. That's not good. Uh, what's my con? Uh, that's going to be a 10. Fantastic. Um, where he grabbed you by the throat, you are going to start to feel chills rack your body. And as that happens, you back up and find that your legs are turning to jelly. Uh, your oh. movement speed is reduced by half this round. Remind me to make another save at the beginning of your round next round. Okay. Um, you will start to feel ice crystallize your joints. Ooh, that's not nice, but okay. I know, right? Uh, but fantastic hit. Ivy, it's your turn. What do you do? Uh, cool. So Ivy's going to um, see it's a bit crowded over there, um, and she's going to start um, kind of muttering to herself and basically... I like to imagine this coming out of her sword, I, but she's going to cast Magic Missile at this ish. And I imagine it basically like, because she's kind of lightning-y, I imagine this is being kind of like three darts will, like she'll just kind of like start muttering in a bizzle and then she'll like kind of flick her uh, scimitar three times and three uh, Magic Missiles will shoot out of it at this bastard. Because I got a spell when I leveled up. beautiful. <laughs> Um, and the chat just asked, why doesn't Crux, or does Crux get a turn? Crux can only defend unless Mike uses a bonus action to make him do something. Yes. So and I forgot, so that's So it. we can do that after Ivy. Uh, so Ivy, roll me your damage. Cool, I will get the pointies. Come here, pointies. Isn't it a d4? I'm so not used to what these look Oh, and my hawk is still on my shoulder. True. And basically, it's the same thing. I believe you can guide your hawk to attack as a bonus action. All right, so that's going to be no familiar nine. Attack. Oh, okay. No, there's no attack. Mm-hmm. There's only defend. Only defend. Nine points of damage Fantastic. for him, and she will, as a movement, kind of get not super close, but she'll maybe move up ten feet. How much damage was that? Nine. Nine points of damage. Um, all right, your magic missiles. <laughs> into the side of the zombie. Um, You can see bones explode out the front as it rips a hole directly in the center of the halfling's torso. The spine sags. And then the halfling snaps its neck back into place and begins to rise again. Uh, It is its turn. Uh, But anything you're having Crux do as the bonus action? Maybe, maybe stop muting yourself. <laughs> Crap. Well, it's because my keyboard is so loud when I'm talking to chat. I don't want to go clack, 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 clack. Um, Game's more important. <laughs> that's fair. 
Um, all right. Uh, I also mumble to myself a lot, so uh, I'm going to direct him to attack. Okay. I think. Go ahead and make so me an attack. He's going to make a force attack, and he is going to... Do, 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 do. He's going to get a 16 to hit. That will be a hit. Roll me damage. Cool. One D4 coming right up. As he makes six points of, of damage. Um, so he's he's just basically like gonna you know fly up. Um you know, like kinda kinda back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then just go like poof with his wings. Mm-hmm. And deal six points of force damage. Sounds fantastic. Um, it slams into the back of the zombie who you see the neck snap to one side and then slowly twist around backwards. The zombie is going to snap his arms backwards, going completely inverted, and is going to make an attack on Crux. Okay, hit it. Actually, don't, but... Uh, what's Crux's armor class? Uh, his armor class is... 13. 13, all right, let's do it. Uh, that is a 22. That hits. Okay. Um, it's going to charge forward and Crux is going to take one, two, two points of bludgeoning damage as one of the reversed hands strikes into it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use a hurt the more and so Crux is right there to attack then. Uh, I'm going to use a Hurt Them More, and I'm going to turn and charge at Talfrin. Uh, Talfrin, what's your AC? Yes, um, 18. Hey, Talfrin, it is your turn. This zombie twists, oh. hits the ground, basically looking like a human-dog hybrid. Its arms and legs forming this perfect arch as it scuttles toward you. Ah! It slashes out twice. Mm. Missing both times as you dance out of All the right, way. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what's my intelligence? Oh, not good. Okay. Um, I'm seeing this thing. I'm just gonna try to hurt it, right? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna hit it. If we hit it enough, it's just gonna fall. I'm gonna attack at it with my greatsword. So he's going to bring it off his back, have it unroll like that Ichigo moment we yep. all love, um, and just stab um, at its face. Sounds good. Make me an attack. 18 on the dice, so 23. That is an absolute hit. Roll me damage. All right. That's nine plus four is 13. 13 damage? Oh, God. Can I get some? Uh, That is slashing damage. Fantastic. Um, As you are going to stab directly in, punching through the front of its sternum, it is going to sag again and then flip itself around back onto its feet. Ah! Uh, Leiden, it is your turn. What do you do? You're seeing all of this behind you? Hmm. How? Okay, so what do I know about undead things in terms of you can will me... they take necrotic damage or should I just not bother with necrotic-based things? Uh, you can make me a religion roll as your bonus action. Yay, thanks. I rolled a 19. That's going to be a 22? Most, most of them are fairly uh, either resistant or mm-hmm. or better to radiant, probably to uh, necrotic damage. Radiant damage is usually the preferred method. Uh, zombies particularly are vulnerable to, to radiant damage. Right. How um, And how beat up does this thing look? 
incredibly so, but you also know that mm. zombies are really tough and keep coming back to life unless you <sighs> overkill them. Okay, in that case, what she's going to do is, because she's level three now and she can do this, she's going to mu mutter something quietly to herself and then will unleash, like, a burst of, like, chilled, like, kind of, like, cool energy, I guess. Not, like, cold. Of course, it's, it's coming from you. Yeah. Um, and she's going to have these two, like, luminous wings appear, and she's going to, um, what does it say? I can, yes, transform for up to a minute, and I have a flying speed of 30 feet, and I can deal, on each of my turns, I can deal extra radiant damage to one target when you deal damage to it with an attack or a spell. Um, so it won't do a huge amount, but, uh, yeah, she's gonna do that and she's going to launch herself towards it and smack it with her mace. Sounds good. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. So there's like a cool, like misty, like they're kind of incorporeal skeletal wings, kind of. You can't really see them. Uh, I think, yeah. I think yeah. you kind of can in this light because you guys have, you have bright light going on here. I think you can. Well, the thing is like the wings themselves are rather translucent. They're not mm. super clear. Yeah, so they're like misty kind of. So bony wings made of mist erupt out of your back? Yeah. Okay, that's creepy I have as hell. A, oh, it's really, really cool. Um, I have a, a, a whole... I need to go find my pictures for it for better reference. Please, please But I'm going to try to attack this, and I'm going to use my... Uh, I really want to hit this thing. I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. And I'm going to swing at it with my mace. Mm-hmm. For a total of, uh, it's going to be a 15 to hit. That is a hit. Roll me damage. Yee. And then. And tell me oh how God. you're doing this. How do you just rush forward and strike it in the back? So she just basically swing, like, like goes straight forward, like kind of like skimming across the ground and just goes like, bam. All right. With two hands, like well, she's got her shield up in one hand. So she just is like, slam. And I'm trying to get my dice out, but they are not wanting to cooperate with me. Okay, so that is a seven uh, bludgeoning damage and then an additional three radiant. All right, there's an explosion of radiant energy that floods the room for a moment. And then the creature will moan and uh, drop to the floor, collapsing into a heap of meat. Maybe behead it just to be sure. Can I take that moment to just smash its skull in? You absolutely can. The head will pop directly off. It's still partially frozen. Uh, Very, make me another con save. You're muted again. Oh no, 10. Okay. Uh, you are going to start to see ice permeate your clothing. Ah. You are frozen in place. It begins to freeze to the ground. Oh no. Barry, are you okay? Um, well... Can I, pick, can I pick you up? I can't really move. Do you try to Here, pick I'll her up? Here, I'll carry you. Yeah, uh, can I try to pick her up? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, no. Very, you are going to take one point of damage as the soles of your feet oh. begin to t peel out of your boots. Ow! Ow! Sorry. Oh, 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 I'll stop. I'll stop. Very, uh, make, make me one more con save, please. That's better. 24. Okay. After catching your breath for a moment, the residual chill energy from this creature begins to fade out of you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Better now. Got real cold there for a second. Hmm. 
Do you need to be warmed up? No, it's gone now. Okay. Just I do have a jewel. torch. Huh, thank yeah. you, though. Anytime. All right. With the with the halfling dead now, what do you do? Again. Well, um, I'm going to move past this area. Okay. Uh, Question. We walk towards the, the pool. That okay. Leaden was that. Moving toward the pool, you see that up top of it. Oh, are you able to use roll twenty now? Yeah, I can. Okay, cool. Sorry, I was moving your figure for you because I thought you oh. didn't have your computer wasn't working enough. So That's cool. That's okay. All right. Okay. So uh, as you approach, you see that there is a pile of gold coins laying in front of this paper mache statue of a dragon. Nice. I have uh, no intelligence. I'm okay. going to. I'm going to. Check for traps and then maybe grab one. Sure, you can make me a perception roll. Cool. Uh, perception roll. I got a seven. <laughs> there are never any traps in these never type of things. Oh, no. No, those gold coins look pretty shiny, though. There must be at least 40 there. That's enough for you to eat for almost, what, two months? Yeah. I'm going to grab, like, two. <laughs> As you step forward, the water begins to pool up only about two, um, about three quarters of the way up your boot. Oh, and I have to step in the water. Well, that's yeah, you fine. have to step across the water to grab it. Okay, that's cool. All right, is that what you're doing? <laughs> yes, because okay. it's just water. It's just water, <laughs> obviously. Uh, make me a deck save. I already... I actually, um, so I don't know if this uh is uh i believe you have danger sense i have danger, yeah, you sense. Have danger sense use danger sense <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm go I'm, yes i would suggest it danger sense is great i'm dumb but, but somehow really good at not dying. No, right? what i'm imagining is like leaden <laughs> looking because leaden's looking over a very to see how injured she is mm -hmm. and like i'm imagining leaden focusing and then hearing like a, the splash of a boot stepping in water and going like <laughs> Oh no! no. <laughs> Precisely. Kind All of right. Thing. We got a 15. A 15? Yes. <laughs> would you like to use your determination? I would actually. Okay. Um so go ahead and mark that off. As you step as you step over into the puddle, you will feel something under your oh. foot. And we'll just reflexively pull your ankle back. At that point, you'll hear as a rope suddenly lassos out of the puddle and slings uh, a whole about a half a liter of water that's clinging to it up into the spikes above. Whoa. That snare would have thrown you into the stalactites above. Well, that would have been dangerous. Wait, I'm going to continue going after the coin. Sounds, sounds good. Just there. careful of the water. It's not here. It's not water. It does feel a little bit thicker, I think. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to go over the problem. coin anyways. Okay. Uh, so, Talfrin, you begin to chip away at the gold coins that are, um, that are melted into the wax there. Uh, as that's nice. happening, nice. Um, back over at, uh, at Vary, what, is, what are Leiden and Ivy and Vary doing? Is very injured. How, how injured is very? Um, she's a little bit, not too much. 
So if I gave her th uh, three hit points, would that help? That'd be good. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. So basically, well, this last moment I am before this the wings and this weird glow fades out because oh, and her eyes glow too. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, um, she's going to put a hand on Barry's shoulder and like just sort of whisper incoherently and glow a little brighter and you will heal three hit points. Nice. Mm, thank you. And then that, it'll that all better. and then the effect will just kind of like puff away and she'll be back to normal leading. Hmm. And she'll step back. Cool. Uh, and Very is still and she she's gonna investigate what the halfling zombie has on him. All right. Uh, you are going to be able to find that uh, he has a dagger as well as um, looks like some railroad spikes, uh, a little satchel of five railroad spikes, which are the same as pittance, basically, or pitons, if that's your kind of wor verbiage. Uh, and one sec, let me just pull up his stuff. Rustling around in his body, you think that You'll find some papers in his pocket, as well as uh, 12 silver coins. And we'll also find a set of... Now, you said you only have Tinker's Tools on you, or...? Uh, she has uh, Artisan and Smith's Tools. Okay. Uh, so you will find a set of Tinker Tools. Tinker Tools. Cool. Uh -huh. And besides that, um, looks like a a badge of a badge of office. Basically, like just a little a little tin badge on his hip that says that he is a uh, an imperial mechanic. Okay. There's a frozen, slightly soggy. Uh, that was a way to say soggy. A slightly soggy um, note in his pocket. Looks like a work order. What does it say? It's dated two weeks ago. Go and check the mountain pass. Make sure that the tunnels are all good. It should no it should only take you a week. The um the shelter cabins have been stocked with food. Report back in two weeks. Pretty standard. They go out into the mountains on usually um usually pump carts or anything else that can run along the rails. They do their quick maintenance inspections. When it gets dark, they stay inside of cabins nearby, apparently. He should have been back a couple of days ago, but sometimes... sometimes you get delayed. Well, it looks like our fellow here is a railroad worker sent up here to make sure that the tracks are clear. Hmm. So and obviously they aren't. So zombie, then? Well, this was two weeks ago. Uh, yes, Ivy. Ivy would like to make an intelligence roll to recall information about undead. Sure. To figure out how, what kind of, how zombies are made and what could possibly. Sure. You can use religion to do that, that as well. Well, it's part of my hunter's bane is I get, is, oh, is really? yeah, right, I get advantage ahead. with uh, int intelligence ability checks to recall information about them. Okay. I like this hunter's bane <laughs> when I'm hunting things. Okay. Um, that's gonna be a 17. 
17. Um, they're made through a number of means. Necromancy is the easiest, of course. Uh, but there are certain ways that uh, and curses uh, that can bring them back to life. Um, certain monsters also have a, a necrotic touch that uh, raises the dead as undead minions. Potentially exposure to magical phenomenon as well. I mean, they're, zombies are one of the most just generally creatable creatures. It could be a number of things. The fact that he was a frozen zombie, though, that's a little different. Claudette, you had something to ask? Um, so how likely, being a curious little thing, mm -hmm. would she have known how often the train passes through this track? Uh, and thus, how long has it had to have this created by? You can make me a... Uh, because otherwise the army would have been called out by now. <laughs> Make me an int roll to see okay. whether or not you read about that. Uh, so that would be 19. 19? Uh, you think that you read that a train comes through the mountains here once every 10 to 15 days. Okay. So, so this like, has all happened in the last 10 to 15 days then because... Otherwise, another train would come through. Uh, that coincides with the fact that the work order for clearing the tracks was sent two weeks ago to this mm. poor fellow. This frozen thing is very curious. Zombies are very commonly created and undead, but the fact that he was frozen is quite peculiar. Mm. And Claudette, try and think really hard and focus on it. Sure, you may. See uh, if that tw twigs any... Leiden. What is What does Leiden know about the orphan's opinion of zombies? The orphan hates undead. Cool. That cool. is specifically um, the orphan's least favorite type of creature are the undead, which is why the orphan and Creasius the Undying have a eternal rivalry. <laughs> yeah. Creasius the cool. Undying being, of course, of course, the lich god. Just checking. Everyone cool. loves Chris. I'm pretty sure that was the case. Um, Claudette, what'd you get? Uh, what's the roll? Just an ant roll. Or, oh, pardon me, you were okay. doing, uh, you could use religion if you want to as well. Religion or maybe arcana for frost. Uh, if, if you're thinking Sorry. about, you can use arcana. That'll give you a different flavor of information. Okay. Yeah, because I'm specifically trying to think of, have I heard of any spells? Yada, yada. That would create this sort of frost automaton or something. Sure, go ahead. Um, 23. Jesus. Um, Sorry, I rolled an 18. <laughs> there are a number of things that can do this type of transformation. Uh, certain types of curses that are passed along by monsters can do this. Uh, similarly to, say, the way that lycanthropy works. Except in this case, if you, if you die, you become one of their minions. Um, there is a particular breed in, in these mountains called a, um, uh, it has several names, but an abyssal yeti is one of them. It's so a yeti. abyssal? Abyssal, yeah. It's a oh. yeti that's been exposed to demonic influences. It's pretty rare, um, but you've heard of them. Uh, the mythology around here is kind of equivalent to say like the, like the North American Wendigo in many ways. Mm. Yetis that have been overcome with demonic or necrotic energy. 
But I will say one thing, though, as you're thinking this. It seems kind of strange that um, there's no bite marks that are visible. And the body seemed fairly intact. It was almost like it froze to death first. Perhaps maybe a freezing curse? The idea that many curses are caused by the torment of death. For example, undead of hunger are often people who starve to death during awful famines. And there's no end to ones that were risen through the trauma of pestilence. Meanwhile, uh, Talfrin, are you just gonna, mm -hmm. are you gonna try to clean the coins, or are you just gonna take the big slab of wax and put it in your pocket? Well, I'll just, I'll probably take a big slab of wax and start chipping away. All right. Keep so, chipping away, rather. Uh, as you chip away, uh, oh, you... I... Sorry, oh, I need my dagger. You don't have a dagger. Bag. I don't have a dagger anymore. No. If you, do you say that out loud? Yeah. Claudette will pull hers and... I was going to say, Ivy would have walked up and given a dagger, too. Oh, thanks, oh, I, I've got another one now, too. Just everyone throws Why are their you daggers at this? Oh, now I have a lot of daggers. Perfect. Leiden's pointedly ignoring this and keeping a wary eye out because I'm not... I, I refuse to enable this foolishness. Amazing. Oh, that's funny, because Claudette was going to take it when she determined there's no more traps. Because <laughs> it's useful. She could buy services with that gold. Oh, Tell yeah. I mean, the shrine doesn't need it. Speaking Ta of the shrine, was there any writing on it of any sort? You were close any? enough to inspect it. But okay. Talfrin, as you're standing directly in front of it, um, you yeah. are scraping away bits of the wax. Uh, you're going to pocket five gold coins. Nice. As you begin to scrape away the wax from some of the other 35 that are laying there. Well, actually, 36. There were 41 coins. You're going to scrape a bit of wax off of this gorgeous, glittering coinage. Mm. And scrape away the shine. No! Oh. You scrape a little more. Mm. These gold coins. The five in your pocket sure felt real. They were the right weight, but these are these are light. Thanks. Do you scrape a little more? Yeah, what are they? They're copper coins that have been painted gold. Oh. I'm cheap. That's okay. I'm gonna keep the copper anyway. Sounds good. So you copper. can add you can add 36 copper coins. Nice. Um and uh, hopping across over to keep an eye this way. Uh and then yeah, Vary is going to join with Leiden. Mm -hmm. uh, and then call a crux over, and she's going to just kind of hit him with a mending. Okay, so you all start heading to the south? Yeah, Lee's just going to basically keep an eye yeah. out on the southern um, fork until they're done whatever they're doing over there that she wants nothing to do with. Okay, sounds good. So as you were waiting at the southern fork, Ivy, were you looking around at all? What were you doing? Yeah, I think she'll go and maybe take that same kind of hop that she saw Claudette do across trying to avoid and, and check out the shrine to see sure. if there's any writing or anything on it. Make me an investigation roll. Okay, see what you can okay. find. Let's see what I can find. Where's my investigation? Nope. 
No, no, that's going to be a six. A six? So looking <laughs> yeah. around, you can see that it looks like the paper mache is not terribly old. You think that it's probably been made um, sometime this year. It doesn't appear soggy or anything. It seems fairly resistant. Whatever lead glaze they've painted it with has managed to seal it from the moisture that's that's drifting around this cave. Um now, as you glance around as well, you'll see that there is some writing on the wall behind it. Can do you I read speak, it? Do you speak Draconic? I do. Okay. Uh, then you will see the same thing that, um, uh, glancing behind it, uh, you will see a little, uh, a little bit of, of text just barely behind the dragon statue uh, that says, Praise the Worm. And uh, that's, yeah, for with that six, that's all you're going to see. Darn. Okay. okay. Sounds good. What so are, the, are you all headed south now? Yeah, coins in his pocket. He's going to, uh, he's going to follow them. Audette will take her, her dagger back. That's her. her oh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, materials sort of. Preparing bits that she needs for her spells. Mm. And then, yeah, she'll follow along as well. Okay. Heading to the south, the passageway that leads there narrows to about five feet and then expands out again. To your left, there's a small alcove that ends in a blank wall. You can see a number of tracks laden in the cold dirt here. That seems strange, though. Anyone who wants to can make me a survival roll. Absolutely. Sure. So. Oh, oh no. Ooh. can do that. Um, nine. Nine? Eighteen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem particularly strange. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. I'm gonna step to the side and wait for Claudette to catch up and let the others can, go past. I can definitely not do that. I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right, and Claudette, you're coming across as well? Cool. Uh, so, what did you get, Ivy? 18. And Claudette, did you roll? Uh, she was not paying attention. That sounds great. Uh, so, Ivy and Vary, as you are as you are looking around, you'll see that these tracks, the, the ground is hard. Really hard beneath your boots. You're not leaving any tracks. It's too cold. The ground is completely solid here. And yet, these tracks are fairly deep and not heavy. They're just cobalt tracks. Probably laid before it became this cold. But they look recent. There's some scratches on top from where other kobolds walked through, their claws scratching along the prints, but all in all, with as well as you two rolled, these tracks are less than two weeks old. Something, f- this cave froze over in the past two weeks. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely happened in the last two weeks, that's for sure. Yeah, this was, this was definitely planned. Very, make me a perception roll. Coming up. Ah, um, that's going to be 18. 
As Talfrin approaches behind you, you're going to be able to smell him coming. His boots smell acrid and saccharine at the same time. There's some chemical clinging to a bit of the leather of his boots. Talfrin, You'll recognize boots it. Stink. I, I washed them on the train. No, you you recognize it immediately, Very. It's a crude anti-freezing chemical. Yeah, you have antifreeze on your boot. Is that what I was in the water? Oh. (laughs) Why would there be antifreeze in the water? To keep it from freezing? Because there was water? Clearly. But why do they care? Well, the trap. Remember? Mm. That almost flung you to the that could stalactites. Be it. Oh, yeah. right, it failed. That's why I forgot. Yes. Yeah, that'll be why the water so was So they a bit laid thick. it for the trap, and it was thick, yes. Hmm. Yet, yeah, but I'm sure we'll find out. Oh, when yes. At least convenient. Oh, yes. Shall we press on? Be my the, guest. The passageway continues yeah. off to the west. About 20 feet ahead of you, you'll see a large chasm, a good 15, no, 18 feet wide. It stretches the span, the span of the tunnel. A rickety rope bridge heads across it. There's no railing, just a single, well, just a few lengths of rope and single planks secured to it with thick knots. On the other side are a series of posts hammered into the ground with sharpened stakes at the top, making it very difficult to jump across. Um, Very, do you want to go forward? You're the lightest. Yeah, and I actually, I want to take care of those spikes at the end too. Those don't look like very fun. Um... And she's going to direct Crux to go take care of those things. Before okay. you before you wander off, and she'll pull out a rope from her pack, why don't you tie this around yourself so I can try and catch you? Or maybe we should give it to the strong one. Talfrin, do you want to hold on to the rope in case Very falls down the hole? Yeah, of course. In case so it that she very doesn't flat. fall down the hole? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That wouldn't be optimal. I, um, I'll take it. And if she's going to, before she goes to cross, she's going to send Crux over to see if she can take care of those spikes. Sounds good. All right. So Crux uh, will head over there and do his darndest. Um, if he just attacks them with his force punches, that should be enough to eventually just knock them down after a, after about a minute. That's, that's what I was thinking. Okay. It's going to be fairly... Oh, hey, thanks for the raid, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, so there is going to be... <laughs> echoing as this mechanical rabbit floats in front and starts force punching the side of these stakes. Well, that's definitely killed the stealth element here, but uh, after after about four punches, it will just and all of the stakes will fall to the ground in a pe- in a heap. Uh, he's going to fly back and she's going to wander across. Okay. As you wander across, you'll feel the bridge begin to whoosh, whoosh, side to side, shaking as you move. 
what is your uh are you proficient in athletics or pardon me are you proficient in acrobatics i should say she is not okay can you make me an acrobatics roll please yeah coming right up oh no uh that's gonna be an eight an eight all right so Vary's gonna take a couple of steps across she's light this nothing's going to happen here and then it pitches to the side and she goes straight down the hole oh no (laughs) you you, you did tie the rope um okay so Vary, you are going to get slingshotted into the wall um you're gonna whack your head you're not gonna take any damage because the rope's gonna pull you tight uh but glancing down you are going to see that the there is no immediate there's no immediate floor to this hole as you dangle about 10 feet beneath the hole it the darkness stretches on beyond your sight even with the brightness cast on uh what did you cast that on by the way you cast it on your gloves or something or uh she doesn't have it oh you don't have light okay no she had a she had a torch okay uh oh no no she had a lantern on her belt oh okay so even with your lantern you cannot see the bottom but you can see the claw marks of many fallen kobolds before you Mm. do you Uh, Sorry. Do you do you pull her up or just let her drop? No. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. No, no, no. Hey, it's a role playing game. You have options. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as it starts, like as soon as it stops swinging, he'll start pulling it up. This is why I suggested the rope. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably a good idea. Good to have a safety net. Yeah. Did it oh. end very down there? Did you see an end, or is it just a big hole? It's just a big hole. Awesome. I didn't see a bottom. Well, I guess I'll try that again. Is there a way to stabilize the bridge? What what, what happened? Was it just unstable, or did it seem like there was a piece broken? I had bad footing, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Is there any way we could hold it down somehow? You could try. I could throw you. We could throw you. She looks we at Barry. <laughs> we could. It's only 15 feet. It's it's 15 feet. You think you could throw me 15 feet? Calvin? I think I could. Probably. Are, are, are we and if not, we have the rope. I'm seriously going to chuck the halfling. Just we'll keep holding onto the rope. Like, I don't know, tie it around your waist, your waist? and then yeah. toss the halfling. Make me a strength roll, please. Okay. All right. Just pure strength? Uh, yeah. Are you the only one throwing, or is it a group effort to throw the baby? <laughs> Leading will help. I can assist, yeah. I, have a plus I think two only strength. two people can, can join up to, to throw the baby, so. Okay. Leading, you can. <laughs> okay. Sure. So, assist. basically, Talfrin, you'll roll with advantage. Perfect. Can we okay. make that a chat command now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like exclamation point very okay. or something. To- toss the toss half the lane. Toss the baby. So we got 23. Here's strength. Okay. <laughs> you are going to <laughs> land on the other side with a puff of dust as you hit the ground. You clear the hole completely, actually, landing on the broken remnants of that security fence that uh, your rabbit destroyed. <sighs> All right. Well, that worked better than I thought it would. All right, now let's get all of you across. Sorry, uh, if I could have helped with the landing, I would have. 
No worries. I just I didn't think I'd ever get tossed before like that. At least not in that way, anyways. Um was a little rough. Mm. Uh, is there any way that I could use the uh, remnants of that security fence to, like, strengthen the bridge on my side? Maybe you can uh, go ahead and make me uh, make me a perception roll. Okay, that's going to be a seventeen. A seventeen. Uh, as you are investigating and seeing if you can strengthen it, you are going to notice something. Uh, there are a couple of pegs slammed into the ground next to it and you see that it looks like there's a catch underneath of it a counterweight system dangles from the base of it you get the feeling that if more than about a hundred pounds is on this at any time it'll disconnect on one side this has been rigged to drop any medium-sized creature into the hole Oh, is there any way that I can uh, bypass that? Yeah, absolutely. You can make me a disabled device roll. I would love to do that. So you can go ahead and use your um, use your tinkerer's tools, which I believe you are proficient in. Yes. Because um, that's all artificers get is proficiencies in everything. Everything that you can build something with. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that was a base 15. Okay, uh, um, so and, yeah, I guess proficiency seventeen. With uh, you'll you'll have to use two of the railroad pitons. Piton is it piton or piton? I've heard both I say today. Pittons. Okay, I was or watching something and they were calling it pitons. Pittons. Yeah, I would say piton. I, I say piton unless you want to be French you go piton. Oh, but maybe, like... a, maybe I was watching a French video. Um, okay, yeah, that'd be so piton. You're gonna have to use two of the pitons, uh, okay. but you will be able to stabilize those posts. Um, the the bridge is still going to be rickety, but it's not going to give way immediately. Okay. And I had um, five you have, of those, You right? have five. So now you have three. Okay. All right. Uh, so anybody else who wants to cross, uh, go ahead and just make me... Uh, what is everyone's passive acrobatics? Is that 10 plus acrobatics? Yes. 13. 11. Also 13. Okay. Uh, what did you say, Talfrin? Sorry, also 13. Okay. Uh, so, I know passive acrobat- passive acrobatics is a weird thing. I'm just kind of checking your balance, basically. Uh, Leiden, you must roll me an acrobatics roll, please. I, I figured as much. I have a shield, and I'm trying to balance this, but it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you want to know what I rolled? Uh-oh, it, no. It, and that one? No. no, but it's a three, so that's a four. Okay. You... Well, and you used your inspiration. Um, I did. My der- determination um, will not help me. Uh, Kelly? Yes? Would I be able to send my rabbit to assist like in stabilizing somebody? Because uh, he flies. You would have, but it's too late now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's life. Uh, so, okay, I need you to make we... me a I need you to make me a deck save immediately. I cool. This I... is gonna be horrible. Episode 5, lose a character. Damn. No. Is it a deck save? It's a 12. 12? Okay. Um, I can use my my determination to make it a 14. Would you like to? I would like to. You tumble off the edge, falling into the chasm, Ah! and as you scream, you're going to lash out and catch a small bit of rock outcropping about 15 feet down into the hole. (laughs) Oh my god, another one. 
Um, Anyone else have rope? rope. Very. where's the rope? Oh, I have rope, actually. I have my own. I have rope. Um, I have rope in my bag. Not that it helps now. She'll call up. Leiden, what's your strength score? My strength score is, uh, do you want the total number or the plus? Total. Like uh, 15. 15? Okay. You can hold this for a minute. Claudette is busily ignoring everybody and pulling rope out of her bag. Okay. And she's going to try and rope. I'm assuming that there are stalactites and stalagmites around here. There are, yes. So she's going to loop it around one of those to have like an anchor point. Sounds good. What's very good? Um, I was going to basically set, send the bun with the rope down to Leiden. Okay. Send... Uh, so I guess seeing Claudette do that, I'm going to send the bun over to over to Claudette to grab the rope, and then the bun is going to bring it down to Leiden. Okay. Okay, somebody, somebody come help me. Yeah, the, I'll come over. The rabbit flies over to um, to where Claude has lassoed one of the stalagmites near her. Um, do you? How do you do the rope? Do you just attach attach it into a quick a quick knotted lasso? Do you what? like you would to someone I mean, who falls? I could probably just pull her pull her up, maybe. No. Well, how are you sending it down? Is it like just a bare tipped rope? Are you preparing a lasso to loop oh. around her? Like, Claudette, you were the one who was tying the just rope. Just a base bear rope. Just a bear rope? Okay. She has no idea how long Leiden can hold on for, and she's not even going to sure. attempt to do anything to it. She right. doesn't know how. Yeah. Leiden, um, you got your head up? Yes, I just want to say, so I realized I hadn't said it when I before I stepped onto the, the bridge. I'm mm. assuming that I put the shield on my back and the mace away so I could try and cross this thing without overbalancing, but I didn't say that. So... Uh, I'll let you have... Put- I'll let you put the mace away. The shield's still on your arm. Okay, so that's just kind of un- inconvenient. Yeah. Cool. You're probably trying to shove it onto your back as you stepped on, and that's what tipped you. You're like, oh, probably. I should do this. Oh, God! <laughs> probably. All right. So, Talfrin, you are bracing the rope, I imagine. Ivy, what are you doing? Yeah. Just watching her die, or...? I mean, I would like to help as much as I can. I just don't know what... Uh, I'm not going to help watch her die. What can I do? I don't know. They've got the anchor. I can help pull. Okay. Sounds good. Um, all right. So yeah, the rope... Claudette's not even trying to really pull too much because she she figures she'll just go over the edge if she does. Sounds good. All right. So a rope suddenly... This mechanical rabbit flies down next to you, clutching a rope in its tiny little paws. Hey. Um... So how is she holding on? Probably like one hand and then she's got like her shield on the other kind of awkwardly. Yeah. Okay. Um, Get a good grip with the shield hand. Kind of try and bring up the shield arm awkwardly and then we'll try to grab the rope. Okay. (laughs) This is not, this is not great. I mean, part of her is like half expecting to just go like, grab or something and then just swing i don't know that's fair so claudette's gonna be away a bit but leaning over the edge and looking down so she can see lead in yeah okay sounds good and then or i have feather fall yeah okay so worst comes to worst hopefully lead will not die <laughs> sounds just stuck at a bo- bottom of a bottomless pit who knows so let's see to grab this i'm gonna i'm gonna make you make a, a check for this because it is kind of oh, an absolutely. awkward thing to do uh why don't you go I ahead would... and make me a would this be athletics 
Yeah, climbing a rope is athletic. So why don't we say that it's an athletics check? I'm going to grant you my inspiration, Amy. Please take Thanks. it. Okay. Double ones. <laughs> oh, thank fuck you did that. Oh, my God. What'd you roll? That's going to be a total of 21, because you want to know what the lower of the two numbers was? One. one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. You're welcome. Oh. You're so right. welcome. So you are di- so welcome. Diving across, you're going to be able to wrap your fingers around the rope and quickly <laughs> uh, circle it around your shield, granting you a little bit more leverage. Um, with, with a little bit of elbow grease, your two party members are going to manage to pull you up the side as you rappel upward. Uh, can oh. you... What um can I ask a quick question? Very, what's yeah. the light range on your lantern? It's 25 feet, right? Uh yeah. Okay. Uh Leden, as you are glancing down, you can make me a perception roll if you'd like. Sure. Absolutely. Why am I getting good rolls now? That's gonna be a 23. Looking downward, you can see that uh from where you are, the the floor rises again about little over 50, 55 feet beneath you mm. would have been about a 75 foot fall into this pit. Mm. And it looks like there's a side passage that um, slopes down from it as well. But lying in a heap down there are several, several corpses. Some of them wearing armor. Perhaps adventurers at one point. There are several co- cobalt corpses around as well, old and desiccated. Hmm. Does it look like I can't really see easily, but do any of them look like they've been eaten, or just desiccated, like they've been left to rot? Looks like they were they've rotted out. Huh. But some of the armor looks interesting, actually. Hey. Look like older empire. Hey, hey guys. Um, I think I can see the bottom. Yes. Oh, can you? <laughs> Um, <laughs> and you said there was like an exit sloping out from the bottom somewhere, it looked like? Like there was another passage? Yeah, it looks like it slopes down like almost like a drain Oh, out of here. Like goes down deeper, kind of, it falls and then flattens at a, well, probably at like a, a 15 degree angle. And then kind of like there's, there's, there's a passage leading further down out of your vision. Is it colder down there, Leiden? It is colder down there. It is, yeah. Um, well, do we want to go down? Do you want to lower you? There's some. There's a passage leading away from here. Well, if we lash the two ropes together, that'd be a hundred, hundred feet. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? How much further down was it from you? Uh, well, I can just see it. So probably like seventy-five, All seventy right, that's, feet drop that's more than the enough. top. I think. For, from you, it's about a 55-foot drop from where you are right now. So yeah, they so could I'm, lower I'm you thinking the height. The height? Right? About seventy, about 75 feet from the top. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was estimating. So, so we could easily lash a couple of ropes together, tie it to one of the stalagmites that looks quite secure, and Possibly. lower ourselves down. Very. what do you see around the corner? Okay, um, Very was gonna go around <laughs> to the corner and, pe- and peek around. Alright, as you glance around the corner, uh, can you see that 
The passage continues further to the west, but then also there's a passage to the north with another one of those heavily fortified fences directly in front of it. This one's completely closed, though. It's a blockade. Sharpened stakes rising where they were hammered into the dirt. And uh, one moment, please. As you look that way, your lantern shines across them, and you can see the tips of the sphere, the spears on top, are dark with frozen blood. Do you continue to look around? Uh, yeah, I'll look around for a second longer, and then I'll um, head back to the group. As you arch your lantern further up, you hear whoosh, your lantern explodes as a stone hits it, plunging you into darkness. And with that, I think. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, okay. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be right back, everybody. Oh, don't don't go fine. anywhere. That's not good. I'm it's, hanging it's, out. I don't know about you. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Hi there. Have too much money? Looking to give some away? Did you know that Dorktales has a Patreon? You can go to patreon.com slash dorktales and give money for exclusive perks like exclusive podcasts, warm fuzzy feelings in the cockles of your heart, shoutouts at the end of podcasts, and more! To learn more about how to help Dorktales, go to patreon.com slash dorktales. End of ad! Hello everyone, welcome back to the Reign of Emerys here on Dorktales. When last we left our adventurers, they were climbing deeper into these cobalt-fashioned caves. As, <clears throat> as one of their number tumbled down a hole, Leiden, you noticed that there were some strange things at the bottom of that chasm, as well as what looked like a drainage passage leading out. The walls were slick with ice and some type of slime actually you realize now that you're rubbing up against them trying to climb northward uh, northward i mean upward um and as you were all helping lead and find her footing and maybe decide if you're to lower her further or not very inched around the corner and looked for what was further down. As she raised her lantern to get a good look, suddenly, whoosh, something flew through the air. Her lantern shattered, plunging her into darkness. And can I get an initiative roll off of everyone? Oh, sure. Ooh, right. sure. That's a good roll. From my spot, hanging out. Okay. <laughs> if you get like 27, that'd be so funny. Okay. No, it's better than, better than four. Is it better than four? Yeah. Okay, so I will be calling out initiative oh. in just one one moment. I just got to pull out my monster manual because I've got way too many monsters. I mean, not like all at once. I'm, I'm, I'm doling them out slowly. All at once. All at once. Okay, cool. Oh, um, well, that was a fun game, guys. Rip. And tear. Because mm. like the final boss is the doom guy, so I think you guys are in trouble. Okay, cool. God, I really want to run the Doom tabletop game. I don't think there is one, but I'll run it. Okay, so what I need is everybody's initiative. That is going to be plus two, and this is a... Sorry, I'm using several things. Okay, all right. Anybody get above 22? I got 22. 
Uh, what's your dex I bonus? Twenty-two. Dex bonuses, please. Um, uh, my dex is four. Four. Okay. Uh, quickly, paper, rock, scissors with Ivy. One, two, three. Hold up one. Okay. One, two, three. Do it again. Okay. Very. Day. Hey, I love that you guys learned to do it off camera. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not just being like we're like okay, ready one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Wait, wait, no, we messed up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, then anybody get above fifteen? I did. Eighteen. You did. Eighteen. Okay. Um, Talfrin and Leiden, what'd you get? Fourteen. Wow. I got seven. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> I always fail initiative rolls, like every single game I play. It's awful. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. You're just you're just standing back and observing, waiting to okay. know which one to hit the hardest with your sword. It's fine. And y'all will soften them up, and I'll just I can't even them. act on the right. first round. I made a hole. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> it sucks to suck, I guess. <laughs> you're just I'm hanging gonna... out. All right. I'm just gonna chill here for a bit. All right, so inside of uh, inside of this, uh, there you're gonna hear, whoosh, and your lantern is gonna shatter, plunging you into darkness. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try and make my way back to the bridge. Okay. Uh, I'm wondering, do I have anything else that generates light? Uh, do do do. Okay. Something is going to whiz past your ear as you back away, and crack against the uh, against the wall behind you. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. So I'm I'm basically just like like uh, going against the wall type thing, just okay. like shuffling against the wall until I get back to the bridge. Okay. All right. So you'll be able to do that as you do, Ivy. You hear the sound of. Slamming into the wall behind uh, behind Vary as she scuttles back, as well as the sound of a breaking lantern. What do you do? Um, I think at that Ivy's gonna just just go across the bridge, just 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 okay. make it go at quickly, it. Quickly, make me an acrobatics roll. Okay, acrobatics. Okay, I'll score that. Okay, let's well, not botch since I gave my inspiration away. Um, okay, I'm gonna use determination, so that's gonna be a twelve. All right, with a twelve, you're going to uh, ooh, with a twelve, you say? Yep, that's worse than my passive okay. dex, apparently. All right, so um, you are going to be able to actually run across the bridge because it was stabilized. Okay, cool. All right. Um, do I see anything with uh, my as you run across the arc vision? Well, why don't you go ahead and move your figure? I just did the end. Okay, so is that your Nothing. full movement? Um, well, I guess. <laughs> rushing across the bridge. One, two, three, four, five. You can move to here. Uh, okay. Rushing across the bridge, you will find that there is another junction. Actually, a pair of them. Looks like some stalactites leading to the south, curling around. Only a small person could fit down there just beneath you. Uh, but as you glance around the corner, you will see that there is some luminescent fungus, both on the northern passage, along the wall, and along the passage as it continues to the west. But in the northern passage, you will just barely see the shape of a draconic figure crouched behind a large, a large spiked hut. 
Cool. Um, can I take a shot at it with my crossbow? Yes, you may. Uh, Sweet. You, let's see. They have partial cover. So that means... Cool. Go ahead. Okay. That's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. Okay. That's going to be a hit. Roll me damage. Sweet. That's going to be eight points of piercing damage. All right. So you are going to fire a bolt off and you are going to hear it strike home with a, ah! a scream of draconic voice as... <clears throat> as the one that you attacked falls to the ground, bleeding profusely. All right. Are you doing anything else with your action? Do you have a bonus action or anything? Um, could I, as a, a, a like, I don't have a bonus action, but I was wondering if I could, like, scream, uh, cease and desist in Draconic? Sure. Uh, you can make me a bonus action to do intimidation if you'd like. Sure, yeah, I'll do that. All right, intimidation. How intimidating am I? That is Let's the find question. out. <laughs> oh, I don't add anything to it, so that'll be fun. Ooh, I'm not determined or intimidating at all. That's a two. Okay. You don't want to use your intimidate or your, um, not intimidation. You don't want to use your um, uh, inspiration? I gave it to Amy to not oh, die. That's true. You did. Yep. You did. Thank Amy you for that. By the way, die. you're welcome. All you're right. Welcome. So you're yeah, going to it. you're going to shout in draconic. Freeze. Yeah. Freeze. Okay. <laughs> you'll you'll hear in draconic. Oh. Up yours. Fair. Get out of here, ugly frost thing. And uh, with that, uh, can you? What's your armor class, please? Um, my armor class is. Oh, I keep closing the wrong sheet. It is a sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Mm. Wow. There we go. Um, from behind one, well, from just out of your view, you are going to see one of these kobolds lurch over the body of the fallen brethren, raise something strange into the air. It looks like a crossbow, but it's too wide and deep, almost like like a repeating crossbow, but bigger. And suddenly you'll hear as it loads something and is going to fly toward you. A pair of balls tied with string zip through the air. Uh, you are going to take five points of bludgeoning damage and are restrained as this giant set of bolas wraps around you, tying your arms and legs. Oh no. Okay, cool, cool, uh, that's you, awesome. You fall prone. Uh-oh. Uh, and I'm going to use a Hurt Them More to activate this immediately. What you're also going to notice is that this this set of bolas that has grappled you, one of it has a length of rope still reaching back to this kobold. Now, this kobold looks, from what you can see, you can see a little gleam on its head of a headlamp as well as a, um, what looks like a, um, a mantle of studded leather. And real quick... Ooh, because cool. because I love cobalt press, which you know their cobalts are great. Uh, and uh, you are going to take four points of lightning damage as the cord that is connected to it goes as this cobalt begins to crank a box on its belt. Zort as you fall. All right. Ouchie! 
All using right. my lightning against me. I love these guys. I still have one hurt them more. And uh, I'm going to use the remainder of my movement to move out of attack range. Which, this is a 60-foot cord, so that's good for me. I was going right. to say, is the cord still attached? Okay. Yes, it is. You are still cool. wrapped, and the cord is still on the ground, which is... You know, potentially a liability issue, but I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fine. Uh, all right, back over to Claudette. Claudette, what do you do? Um. All right, so Leiden is still hanging. Leiden is still hanging, and uh, actually Ivy. So you let go of the rope that she was hanging by, so uh, to run across. So yep. I would like. Oh. Uh, Talfren's going to have to make a strength roll. Yeah, was the yeah. rope secured to a stalagmite? I thought that was... No, it was no, you didn't. an anchor, okay. anchor point to go around. Good to know. Cool. A strength save? <laughs> uh, in a minute, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Not, not um, quite yet, I'll though. Hold, I'll hold. I'll well, come. I am going to use my hawk familiar to fly down and deliver a touch spell mm-hmm. of guidance. On Leiden? Yeah. Okay. All right. So a hawk lands on your shield and just kind of looks at you going. And a little like flow of magical energy hit you. Twinkle, 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 twinkle. Um, so that is a D4 to your next ability check. Of your nice. choice. Okay. And that was your bonus action? Or your full um, action? I can never remember guidance. No, it's an action. Is your action okay? Are you doing yeah, anything most, with your most cantrips are actions? Mm. Are you doing anything with your movement or bonus action? Um, not yet, because I'm not going to leave lead and hanging here just because everybody else of the the rest of these like assholes ran off. Sounds like, good. I don't care about them. Okay, so uh, you are prone on the ground, so that means that I have disadvantage to hit you. Okay, uh, a couple of slingshots fire at you um, and are going to crash against the floor next to your head, Ivy. Uh, except for one, which is actually going to peg you. Okay. Uh, so, because I got a 17 on that. Hell yeah. Mm. So three sling bolts fire at you. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Uh, but only one of them is going to strike you directly between the eyes, glancing off one of your horns. You are going to take five points of bludgeoning damage. Not to get myself in even more trouble, but because I'm prone, did you roll those with advantage? I rolled them with disadvantage because it's a range attack. Oh, because attack. it's a range thing. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. If sense. I was over over ah. you, I'd have advantage. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just, yeah. No, no, no. Basically, you're on the ground, so what you will see is uh, several kobolds run. Actually, not you. Not you. You're hiding. <laughs> there we go. Uh, three kobolds are going to lurch out and launch slings at you that you can just barely see over the corner of your vision kind of just glancing around this corner here from where you fell, which is actually more like, there we go. That makes it easier to see. So that would have been where, and then they're going to hurriedly go and go back behind a wall. Seems they're doing a coordinated strike and volley. Cowards, cowards, survivors. You'll hear in Draconic. Leiden, you're up. Ah, I guess I will attempt to climb because at this point, as much as I want to go down to the bottom of the pit, I want to save them from dying. All right, make me an athletics roll. Cool. I do not have advantage or uh, any proficiency in that. So here we go. Why did I already spend the thing that gave me flying speed? Oops. 
Athletics, it's a 16. 16, you can do that as, uh, I'll let you do that as your movement then. Sure. Okay, okay so, so I will, um, oh. I'm guessing it's on the side that we started with, with You Claudette. will climb up with Talfrin helping you out of the pit. Okay. And, Probably, um, yeah. I guess if that's just my movement, I can, I'm going to pull out my crossbow. Mm-hmm. And just get ready to fight something if something comes around the corner, I guess. Okay. You can even hold an action to stri- to shoot the first thing that rounds the corner that you can see from this angle. I will do so. Okay. All right. All right, Talfrin, it's your turn. You successfully pull her up to her feet. What do you do? All right. Let's see. So she's up. I'm going to cross the bridge. Okay. If you're doing it quickly, what you can do is you can try to jump the entire thing, or you can run across it and then give me an acrobatics roll. Uh, what would uh, what would jumping it be? <laughs> uh, what's your strength? Uh, eighteen. You can jump it. I would like to just jump it. Okay. You can just do a. If you, it'll take five feet of your movement to go to like basically just run back and get a little bit of momentum. Uh, yeah. But you'll be able to jump it, and you'll be able to move an additional probably. 10 feet past it if you... Oh, actually, what's your movement speed? Uh, 30. 30? Okay, so yeah. you'll be able to make it right to here, I'm going to say. So just okay. around the corner, about five feet from where Ivy is lying prone on the ground, being shocked by a metallic cord. Damn, can I see what is shocking her? Uh, it looks like she is wrapped in these metal wires with balls attached to the ends of like little, almost like fishing weights. Mm. Um, and can I this... see what is doing the shocking? Uh, there is a metallic cable rounding the corner. Oh, it's around the corner. Yep. Uh, however, this area is very dark. Oh, uh, actually, Ivy, did you cast light on yourself? It's on my sword, yeah. Okay, then never Just mind. In my this hand area, by my this side. area is lit by Ivy's sword. Uh, so That's you will see great. this cord is going around the corner. Yeah. All right, I'm going to hold my action. Um, okay. If I see something um, rounding the corner, I'm going to throw a javelin at it. Sounds good. Uh, Very, it is your turn. What do you do? Okay, so I can see what's going on now. Um, I'm going to uh, come up to here and uh, can I like, can I slice the cable that's connected to Ivy? Um, let me just check this real quick. Oh, that is beautiful. Um, so what I am going to say is that you will have to make me a disabled device check to be able to sever it cleanly. Okay. So you go ahead and make me a, uh, a dex check with proficiency. Okay. Because you do, you do have, profi- you do have tools. Yes. And that is going to, I'm assuming be, a resounding success I don't know you tell me uh, because that is going to be a 23 okay I'll let you do that as your bonus action then so rushing up you are going to pull out a pair of tin snips and just uh, clink perfect uh, and then uh Hmm, let me just check this real quick. Okay. 
I would like to poke my... Uh, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, but I will do this, though. Uh, okay. Ah, ow. Okay, so she's going to poke her head around the corner. Um, and she can't actually see anything in there. Because uh, the light only extends 40 feet, right? Uh, which light? Uh, like I Ivy's light. Uh, so it should, you should believe, I believe it's only 40 feet. You should be able to see it on your map. Oh yeah, okay, I can see it. So... So yeah, she's going to come out to here. Um, oh, that cobalt's dead, eh? That cobalt is bleeding out on the ground, yep. Damn, okay, I can't actually see anybody. Around the corner, you can hear the sound of tittering in the darkness, but nothing... Uh, I could still move it one another square, right? You could, yeah. You could move another five feet. That didn't help me at all. I still can't see anything in there. Beyond the radius of Ivy's sword, you can see nothing except for darkness. Um, she is going to hold an action uh, for it. As soon as one of them comes in sight, mm -hmm. uh, she is going to cast a spell. Sounds good. All right, uh, Ivy, it is your turn. You are, I need you to make me a, uh, a quick, uh, give me a, give me a dex check. Dex check, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, 15. 15, okay, you're gonna be able to shrug off of the remaining cables and uh, we'll be able cool. to stand up. Cool. Um, so would that take half my movement to stand up or? Yeah, it does take cool. half your movement. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so she will kind of get up. Um, she'll kind of go around the corner again. Well, okay. she knows that they're there. She's trying to think. I think she's just getting ready in action. Um, she'll ready another crossbow bolt in case they peek around the corner again and okay. fire. All right, sounds good. Not going to try to communicate or anything. Just ready to shot. Um, I mean, she could try. I mean, it's up to you. I don't care either way. She didn't do well the first time. You so definitely I think she's, did not. Um, I guess maybe she'll try. She'll try again and she will what say. What are you going to try to do? She's going to try and bargain with them we i have gold wait let me hmm i have gold we can talk this out didn't mean to hurt you let's just all be peaceful make me a persuasion roll cool i can do that <sighs> persuasion i'm probably i'm a little better in persuasion all right. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm going to use a determination that was bought for me again, and I'm going to make that an 18. An 18. You will hear a, a low. How much gold? You'll hear echo from inside of the cavern. Enough depending on how peaceful you're planning to be. 
I'll blow you to kingdom come. You can certainly try. You deserve it for what you did to us. What did we do? We've Servant. done nothing. Servants of the ice creature? No. Uh, no, we're we're not an we're not servants of the ice creature. We're here to find out what the ice did. The ice killed, and that's gonna be that turn. Uh, Claudette, what do you do? Uh, you're muted. Stomp my foot and yell down the corridor. What is going on? Because everybody. <laughs> I really like your character. I'm just gonna put that out there real quick. <laughs> All right, so you stomp your foot and yell, what is going on? Yep, and I'm you know what? She She's seen like multiple people fall off this bridge now. She She's uh, gonna take it careful. <laughs> okay, Are you just if you just use your normal walking speed and like try not to run, you don't have to make a check. Okay. She'll do that then. Okay. So you will make it across and then can make it right up to next to Talfrin where he has readied a javelin toss. Okay. Are you saying you're doing anything else? Um. Does she catch any of the tail end of that thing about the ice creature? Mm, yes, actually. It's being said loud enough that you'd be able to hear it as you round the corner. So she speak draconic? Yes, she does. Oh, cool. She read the runes on the wall. That's true. Oh, I I know I read. I forgot who else read the runes between the characters. So, yeah. So, yeah, you Uh, would have heard our whole conversation. Claudette is... Can I continue with talking for a moment then? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, So she's going to call back in draconic of being like, Oh, ice creature. What ice creature? I think we're here to fight it. Where is it? All right, you can make me a persuasion roll. Uh, going off of Ivy's, you'll have advantage to hammer this point home. Sweet. Also, just because that voice, I'm going <laughs> to... I don't think they I think an ice creature can sound that spoiled. Okay? And... Uh, so that is going to be a natural 20 plus okay. 4. Okay. So... All right, so with your powers combined, you are Captain Combat Over. For now. So, as that happens, Leiden, what are you doing? You'll hear the sound of draconic uh. muttering around the corner. And then... The well, pit, I mean... your greatest enemy yet, <laughs> lies in front of you. Um. <laughs> as you gonna, look- I've got a rope still, like, I'm holding- I've still got the rope. You do. I'm gonna, gra- like, actually try and tie it around something. You, you may do so. And then hold on to it as she crosses very carefully. Oh, good. I was glad. I was thinking you might just jump down the hole. No. No, no, no. She's she's crossing the pit and is joining the rest of the crew. Okay. Um, is anyone doing anything immediately violent? Talfrin? <laughs> um, no. No, he's he he can read the room. Okay. He's not very smart, but he can read the room. Sounds good. 
And you still can't see very far anyway, so. Okay. Yeah, that's that's Varys' issue as well. She's yeah. Like, I can't really see too too far. And it's dark, and my lantern's toast. Can I? Which uh, is my lantern like? Just like in pieces, or is it just like? It's it's been uh, the glass has been shattered. Oh, okay. So and it's leaking. Uh, it's an oil lantern, right? It's leaking oil onto the ground from where the reservoir was hit by a looks like a like a bullet. I'll have to get a new one. Damn. Yeah, you can repair it for half cost. Mending work. Mending oh, will mending. I work. have, I have mending. I can just go boom. Okay. You can well, actually, she'll probably you know reach down like with a screwdriver and start screw drive the glass back into place. <laughs> it should not work, but it does because you are a magic doofus. Yes, and then the man lantern goes up again. She's like, "Yay, I can see again." And then uh, you are going to no fight, no fight. You hear in draconic. Someone tell me what they're saying. Yeah, what's going on? Clearly I have no idea. Continuing yes. the fight, or I offered gold for us to not fight. Just FYI. Uh, well, how much gold did you offer? Not nothing yet. I told them we'll have to see. But just well, to let you know, going to kind of call out uh, with. Uh... Oh well, don't hurt us, but we'll happily take care of the ice creature. Can you show us where it is? Directions. Go check in on Syllaba. You'll hear in Draconic. Go check on Syllaba. I don't want to go out. They'll hit me. Go check on Syllaba. I won't hit you. Promise. Yeah, she, won't, she won't hit you. Mm, I don't trust the smooth skins. I don't promise. I said, go check on Syllaba. At the edge of um, at the edge of the radius of light, you are going to see a, a cobalt stealth. Um, fairly low to the ground, crawl across to where the first kobold was hit. Not good. Mm. The first voice, the deeper one goes, you have magic? Claudette's gonna step out and just kind of stand there rocking back on her heels. Uh, wait. With her <sighs> hands out and just be like, leading. Oh, we've got some. I've also, I've got some bandages. Do you need help? You and have it'd be anyone, like the picture of sweet and cute. If anyone has bandages, I could use some as well. Just FYI. Mm. Need heals. Cobalt down. Mm? You okay. healer? You healer? What do they want? I know some medicine. Do they speak they common? Healer. Oh, do you speak common? Not everybody here speaks draconic. Well, that would be a tactical disadvantage if we admitted that, wouldn't it? One of them says in draconic. Well, yes. There's but... no tactics. We're all friends here right now, right? Oh, okay, we have well, to stop and translate. You were already talking about not giving gold. <sighs> Idiot, you just said that you understood that. Oh, so you do speak They common. can understand, Common. <laughs> the one that's wearing the miner's cap is going to facepalm rather loudly, <laughs> just... So they need a healer? Is that what you yes. said, Claudette? Yeah. Okay, okay. He Heal, um, please. You hear I'm... I'm a healer who's injured and she will very slowly approach um, the kobolds. Okay. Uh, so looking around this area, you see that this looks like, um, so you'll have to basically push aside this barricade 
and yeah. make your way through. Uh, it mm-hmm. takes you a, a good like 20 seconds to kind of like scoot your way through it because it's very oh, yeah. tightly knit. Uh, but you'll be able to make your way through uh, and head over. You see that a kobold is lying with a with a bolt in their chest. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Uh, they. Oh God. Spare uh, the dying. Yeah, that's helpful. I cast it as a bonus action at range. Okay, sounds good. Uh, a little. So it's like okay, they're stabilized, and then she's gonna do a medicine check to see how injured they are and uh, what they the are dropped is. to negative four. Negative three. They're at negative three because negative four. So they're at again. zero then. Uh, spare the dying. Uh, yeah. So uh, after spare the dying, she'll look at what's been injured, I guess. And... Okay. Now this chamber that you find yourself into banks off around to the north. It looks like a sleeping area that's hmm. been converted into. Looks like it's been converted into a defensive position for sure, if that wasn't already obvious. There are very few rations, and these... What food is here looks old and molded. Mm. At the back of the cave, something smells awful. And you get the sense that they were probably using the bathroom here. Mm. Without any other place. The kobolds themselves are wrapped in old hides, trying to keep themselves warm, but as they look at you, their fangs chatter and their long jaws. Hmm. How long have you been holed up in here? The one with the miner's hat will turn and say in common, Weak. Things in tunnel. Not good. Other kobolds. Can you describe them? Oh, that's going to kind of hang on the barrier a little and lean over. Big. Big okay. creature. Ice? Big, big. Furry? Um, no. Oh, and uh, with that, the one, of the, the one of the headlamp is going to walk forward. You can see that, that they, were, they were palming something while they're talking. They're still going to be playing around with it, bouncing it up and down. Uh, this is a strange device that's kind of just bouncing up and down in its hand. It's... It looks like a ball with What's little that? slots in it that looks like it was welded together. Kind of like the chassis of Crux, the bunny. Uh, mm. But the inside of it, you can see through holes in it where it is, looks like it's filled with razor wire. Can I identify it? Uh, you can try. Make me an int check. Uh, yes, Amy? So while Leiden's like looking over this one, she's going to actually, and she's just talking while examining the injured mm. one and then she'll just do a cure wound so if it's at zero it will heal 12. okay uh, um well. if we're taking a bit i if we're gonna stay and talk for a bit ivy's gonna be bandaging herself up and i'll okay. like to spend some hit dice you can use a short rest here uh Sweet. what did you get on your roll mike uh 17. uh it looked like a it looked like a shrapnel bomb oh that's nice yeah yeah it's called the shredder oh Yes, you are glad I didn't throw that. (laughs) Oh, you... (laughs) Very goes up to the... uh, To the... The barricade? Barricade. And looks at the one with the... With the miner's hat on. She's like, oh! You like to build things too? Yeah. I'll call Crux around the corner and he'll come... He'll come flying up, up right behind me. Like, oh, I built them too. 
Ugh. Maybe you'll improve. Hmm. That doesn't look anything like wow. you. No, it's a rabbit that flies. A what? It's a little animal. Those ears are ridiculous. Yes, they are. It shouldn't be real, but it is. Why does it have bat wings? It wanted to. Anyways, hmm. you've been down here for a week? Trapped in here behind the barricade for a week. Yes. The, the, do, do you need anything? Do you have food? I have food and fire. Hmm. Food and fire. Yes. Give. Okay. Uh, she's going to sneak past the barrier, I guess. And You'll be able up. to rather easily with your small size. Uh, and yeah, she'll go up to the group. And she'll, because she got, she had probably a bunch of rations that she didn't end up needing because she ate on the train. It's true. Um, and so she'll give out like, I don't know, seven days, so seven days worth of rations to, to, uh, to the group. They are each, uh, the one that that uh, Leiden just healed is still unconscious on the ground uh, from that trauma, but the others are going to quickly uh, grab them out of your hands with a plum and begin eating them. Um, okay, um, and where I can start your, I can start a fire for you if you want. Where I have some want? rations if you would like them as well. Build fire here, the one with the tool belt points. Leave rations there. They point uh, over in the corner. Very's gonna go to where they pointed for the fire, and she's gonna like just do it, you know, with her little rest thing, go tunk, and just go and start a start a little fire going. Is uh, oh, they all will start crowding around that hut next to the fire and like warming themselves. Which is basically draconic for that's good, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot, that's really good. Why didn't you do something like this, Zoli? Because I ran out of oil. I can't just make the stuff. <clears throat> the one with the miner's hat, who's been identified as Zoli, turns and... Thing came in a while ago in common. Tall. Long and crusty. Like, um... Like a, like a snail with no shell. But big. No mouth, just red... Tendrils. Does this sound at all familiar to something? Uh, you can make me a uh, make me an Arcana roll. As can Claudette. As can anyone with Arcana. I got a nat one on that. <laughs> uh, it's a garden snail that's grown to epic proportions. That sounds like a really big snail. Mm-hmm. But no shell. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Oh shit. Uh. They're describing a strange creature known to certain Arctic regions, which actually, it not, it's, it's not quite cold enough here for this to be here, which is extra strange, but it sounds like a rhyme worm. A long, crusty slug that sparkles like ice, a gaping hole at one end that serves as a mouth from which long red tendrils emanate. They're ice burrowers with the ability to spray black ice that freezes their victims. Uh, and I'll give you a quick look at what they look like, because you've read about these before with that. Mm -hmm. So, 
Okay. Um. And those and there were people come down, come down to look. We cause problems on the rail line sometimes. Block passageway. Steal food, steal coin. While train is stopped. Hmm. They come to try to clean up. Do you know what caused the ice out there? Or is that the same thing? Worm. Sounds like um potentially a a rhyme worm. Mm -hmm. There are arctic creatures. I don't know why it would be here, but You know that these things are also particularly fierce because the black ice is both cold and necrotic. Do they have any vulnerabilities that I know about? Uh, no, but you know that those two are probably not what you want to use on them. Yeah, they're particularly bad because they, um, it's probably what happened to the halfling, actually. They can spray a black ice, but it's not just cold, it's necrotic. Hmm. The halfling there? Yeah. Froze solid. Then it tried to eat us. Yeah, we, Lured we it onto presser, pressure pad. We took care of it. It wasn't dead yet. It was dead. No. Not, but not dead, it, dead. It got back Smart of you to lure it onto the pressure pad. Yeah. I'm a smart one. I can see that. Have, have, did you have you noticed anything about the worm? Where it usually likes to hide. And... It's too big to leave this tunnel anymore. It's to the north. With the rest of our settlement. I don't know if they're alive or not. My brother's there. He's a good inventor. Like me. He might have been smart enough to keep them safe. No? It... It kept the other ones who came down. Kept? Brought them back. Hmm. Humans Um. or halflings? Humans. Hmm. Some of them. They... They didn't die. Like that one. They changed. What do they look like? How many? At least two. Like yetis. But thin and hungry. Dangerous. We hear them howl. Not now. Good to know. That's why we hole up. They come. Should have gone across the bridge and cut cord. That would have been smart. Didn't want to leave Cleel. Didn't want to leave Keel behind. We do things for people we care about. Do not blame yourself too much. 
You go in. Oh yes. We'll do. We what have we to have solve to. the problem. Yeah. We need to get our train back moving. We're stuck here, as good as you. I would imagine fire would be particularly efficacious. Hmm. Fairy's gonna hold up her little wrist device where the, she used to cast Firebolt before. I like fire. Fire makes things explode, and I like mm. that. Mm. Probably against the dead ones. I think worm is too cold. I tried to burn. Didn't burn. Mm. Didn't burn much. Made it angry. Did the electrical work that you used on me? Mm. Nothing worked. We so, ran. Good old smash it. I mean, you never let me down. <laughs> Fair. You go smash? She, Leiden will lift up her, her mace. Smash. She'll mime smacking with the mace. <laughs> I have a couple things that, that go boom. Very will uh, point to a couple little things that look kind of like grenades on her belt. It's her spells. Those are better. Those are better than the rabbit. More useful. Uh, the rabbit's pretty useful. Does the rabbit go boom? He can make things go boom. I just give him one of these and he can he can make things go boom too. I can do that to one of the kobold friends. Service people never learn. <laughs> things that go boom are better than things that make things go boom. More boom. That's Fair. Can't yeah. argue that logic. I just like throwing acid at things. Hmm. Logic. It's fun. You need rest? You rest here? Probably a good idea. Layden, how are you doing? You've, you've been healing people a lot. Mm. Not much today. I'm okay. I'm good. Too many spells. How are you feeling? Hmm. You're the one that got attacked. I'm fine now. I had a bit of a rest. I've bandaged myself up. I'm good to go. You okay? okay? Yes. That was quite unpleasant. Quite a device you have there. I must compliment it. Mm. It's good. It's shocking. Very shocking. Like my blade. She'll hold up her crackling blade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where's the wire? I make the wire. I make it crackle. Where's the wire? Just say Indraconic. Magic. I am the wire. It makes the most improbable things happen. Mm. Mm. If you go further, don't go to West Tunnel. Set up Skull Popper there. Skull what does that popper? mean? I set up a trap to pop skulls. Huh. You have hmm. skulls. Any other traps like we should worry case. about? Hmm. Not unless you're dumb enough to try to take our gold. 
I don't need your gold. <gasps> Leiden will right. give them a gold and thank them for their assistance in explaining the traps. There What's might be them? other traps. Hmm? <laughs> Ivy will toss two at them. Two more gold coins. <laughs> there fling, might not fling. be. There might not be. <laughs> What's down the, the, the uh, little path with the tight entrance right across the fork from coming in here, just to the south? Mm. Not much. Waste shoot. Mm. Okay. Toilet. Oh. Okay. Useful. Feel yeah. free. Mm. I carved throne. Probably too big for any of you. Your butt's big. He says, pointing over at, uh... At Leiden. <laughs> how, how, how tall I'm are these fine. kobolds? These kobolds? Uh, kobolds are about 35 pounds. They're about the size of halflings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so it would probably fit me perfectly fine. Your butt's a little big, too. But no tail. Probably would work. Hmm. Oh, well. Thanks for the offer. Hmm. Well, shall we go find this worm? We should go deal with this worm. Let's yeah, go deal with the worm. Yes. Yeah, right. Let's go squish this worm. Let's go have this fun. Close before. Well, when we're done we with it, you're going to get to get really close to it. Hopefully not too close. She'll take a make a pointed look at Claudette. I won't say anything. Close enough. All right. She's not going to get much experience unless she gets her hands dirty there. Yes, she can get her hands dirty from a distance. Well, you can't we'll get see. your hands dirty from a distance. Exactly. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, shall we go? Yes. Gathering your things up, you prepare to head deeper into the dungeon. No, into the cobalt lair. <laughs> Gathering your things and preparing to go hunt this strange creature known as the Rhyme Worm. And with that, actually, I think that given our technical difficulties and uh, given this nice juncture point right here, this is probably mm. a good place to call game for the night. So I don't think we're going to have a better one coming up. So it's a little shorter than normal by about 15 minutes. But uh, I think that I'd rather end it on the right now with you prepping to go out and fight some fight some peeps uh, than to have it end at an awkward juncture. Hmm. That works Fair. for everybody. Uh, so yeah. folks, that's going to be it for us tonight. Uh, there you guys go. You did the first part of your dungeon crawl. I'm really <laughs> glad I didn't use that shredder because that thing is mean. It's full of razor blades. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> That makes uh, sense, given the name. Right? Yeah. And uh, also, fun thing about zombies that you never really remember while you're running a game. Um, if you're fighting zombies, um, uh, here's a little thing in case it comes up. Uh, whenever they would drop to zero hit points, they do a con save versus the damage plus five. If they succeed, right. they don't die. They just get back up with one hit point. Mm. Unless you hit them with a crit or radiant. Yeah. Mm. So that's pretty that's pretty dope. I really like that actually. That's kind of cool. 
Sweeping in there with the radiant probably shortened right? that significantly. No, that did like like you didn't even need to roll because he'd only had one hit point, but like you just kept getting <laughs> up. You just kept getting <laughs> up, and I was like, oh god. Um, so I want to do a quick shout out. So uh, I sent James uh, Otheon in the chat um, a preliminary design of this and told him what it was. So he actually is the one that built this map for me tonight um, because he volunteered. And he's going to be doing that in the future. He's got a couple of other maps that I'm going to have him design because he's got this cool program. And um, I think that it is, um, it looked really great tonight. So thank you so much for this, James. Um, it looked fantastic. And I look forward to forcing you into free labor in the future. <laughs> no, it's really good. I really appreciate it because it looks it looks fantastic. Um, so, uh, folks, that's going to be it from us tonight. We will be back uh, with another episode of The Reign of Emery's uh, next week on Friday. And uh, hopefully we'll have our technical difficulties worked out and that we will be able to see Woo-hoo. Caitlin in full Talfrin guard, garb. I don't know. Yeah. The Talfrin there is, yeah. is, is, yeah, he's pretty cute. He's very he's, cuter. He's pretty cute. He's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, I think you're cuter as Talfrin. Oh. So, yeah. Very uh, has a crush on Talfrin. Well, I was already all dressed up too. Oh, well. Aww, I'm sure you look great. Send some, take some take some classy photos for us to put up I'll, on on Discord. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that. Uh, so. Uh, before we go, I just want to say thank you for, very much for watching. Uh, tomorrow night, we've adjusted the schedule slightly. Hexeter House is actually going to run uh, next week instead because I have to finish some work because I'm doing contract work right now. Uh, so sorry about that. Um, however, on Sunday, we have the season finale of Werewolf the Forsaken still, so you should tune in for that. Monday, we have Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, which I know there's a lot of ice stuff. Sorry, you ended up in a... You ended up in a uh, in a, an icy place. I know it's so hard. All of this stuff always combines. Uh, and then we've got a bunch of other stuff coming up as well as some really fantastic plot in our, our main homebrew game, the Shards of Nern, uh, where things are about to get even spicier. Ooh. <laughs> it's going to be really good. So, Excellent. hey, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you all. Um, bye. The Reign of Emerys is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden Ann Marov, Caitlin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dork Tales, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers, our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder, our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the Great and Powerful, our demonic producers, Jade the Maker of Monsters, and Bricarius, our fun but evil Funkel. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Eolus the Forever Cleric, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom, Bob Kessler, who's along for the ride, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, and Chef Aladeth. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro the Straw Hat Devil, George Sibley, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Baum, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, and Heavy Metal and Tea are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. 
an actual guinea pig. Dale Cope, the eternal student of life. Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat. Evan, longtime listener, first time patron. Mike Baxter, first of his name. Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale. Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine. Rio, but without the OZ. United Adventure Company. Robin Holford, the wine master. SM Pace, Hillary, Collinson, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arachnikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280 DTC Nerd, Lock Slurm, Slouching Beast, Andrew Rogers, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Clay, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, Roman Ash, The Dixon Three, Ash Wolf, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Sarah Vaughn Sophistine, Whistler, DM Shari, and Empath Naga. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Ba Tran, Willem and Isolde, Just Andy, EJ, Ashley Johnson, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Creax, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Matt B., and Catherine Petricelli. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.